This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is your commander in chief. Uh, I'm issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Marina Shafir. What's up? And Jake Ellenberger. Yo. Uh, Russell Peters is going to come in in a little bit. We got no big uh, deal. We got Ben Askren on the show as well as Brian Caraway. It's going to be a great show. First, I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, Remove It Restoration. Has your business been vandalized with heavy damage? Vandalism is the worst. Have gang members destroyed your business storefront? Call the professionals of Remove It Restoration. They remove graffiti, restore damaged property like new. They fix fix etched windows and get your business back to brand new for a fraction of the cost. Your business image is important. Don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Call the best property restorers, the removal team at Remove It Restoration. Call them up at 1-888-424-9697. That's 1-888-424-9697. Or go to removeitrestoration.com. Trust me, guys. If, if you know anybody that has a business that has been vandalized, call these people. Not only that, the guy Eric, super nice guy. They also sponsor fighters. They sponsor Roxanne Matafari. They, they're, they're really, they're big fight fans. Keep it in the family because these people are great people, nice guys, and they'll take care of all the vandalism that goes on out there. So, not, I mean, not everywhere, but in your store. So, uh, that also, uh, our second sponsor, Dude Wipes. I have been using Dude Wipes all week, and I am telling you, girls have been sniffing my ass left and right. My ass has never felt cleaner. I have, Jake, you use Dude Wipes as well? I, I, just, I did, actually, for the first time. For I your butt chin did. on your face or, or, or yeah, on your actual? Face and butt, yeah. You, you used it, and then no, how did really your ass did. feel? I really did. It was, it was surprisingly great. Do you have, like, a cool, I haven't used them yet, and I'm very excited to try them. Yes. But do you get, like, a cool... Yeah, I, honestly, like sometimes clean sometimes you wipe it, you wipe your ass right, right. And, and 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 there's still a little little poop, okay, and you you leave and then I but don't I, really say poop like just well, like yeah, little you know, swampy when, feeling a little bit no honestly sometimes but with dude wipes they get all that out of there honestly like you <laughs> yeah, you wipe your ass yeah. with dude wipes no trust me you never know when a chick's gonna want to eat your butt it happens sometimes I, I I've the had random some, butt some, eating some it random freaky chicks and dude wipes will take care of it. They will honestly, the, they, they get rid of all stenches. If, if, if you're still smelling from that shitty Pacquiao Mayweather fight, they'll get rid of that. Uh, John Jones should have used dude wipes to, to, to get rid of his problems. I'm telling you, dude wipes, I mean, sometimes you're rolling in jujitsu, right? And, and you could just smell people's asses. Yeah, Marina, have you ever had yeah, that before? Yeah. And it, it, it's the worst. You, it's the worst. You tap out to like to nothing because you want to get out of that. This way, your ass is fresh. My ass has never Felt fucking cleaner, honestly. In my entire life, chicks have been coming to me on the street and be like, "Hey, and can you I save eat your toilet ass? paper?" What? And you can save toilet paper. I, you can save. Yes, exactly. I feel like all of us should just go to the bathroom right now. 
and smell my ass. Let's do it. No, oh, uh, maybe ooh. use the dude wipes and come uh, in and talk about it. We we should we should definitely do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, guys, they they are flushable. Like you said, Jake, you can flush them. Uh, <laughs> you can flush them, and and your dude regions will be cleaner than a GSP double. Uh, you all remember do that region. They're for girls as well. You can order them at Amazon.com slash dude products. That's Amazon.com slash dude yeah, products. My, my problem, Adam, like even when I, you know, when you wipe and then you're like, well, we're going to be here for a while, you know, after the first one. Yeah. And then, you, you know, you pull out a dude wipe and it's like you're, you're back to, you're saving so much time and toilet paper. So, so, so the guys, that's listen. my experience. The, that's, this is the jugger ass. Okay. Team. You thought it was a juggernaut. It's the jugger ass. Okay. So ch- take it from Jake Ellenberger. Uh, he may not get ass from chicks, but he gets ass from dude wipes. No. The wipes do. Yes. Now, uh, I had a great week, by the way. Uh, I, had, I had a great week. I was in San Diego last Wednesday, and uh, I did a show at the Madhouse Comedy Club. It was a lot of fun. Phil Davis showed up. Oh, yeah. uh, hung out with Phil, talked about his like Bellator signing. Great guy, awesome guy. And he and uh, I, I don't know if it's his girlfriend or who he was with, but that was one of the hottest chicks I've ever seen in my life. Phil Davis is just—he's a chick magnet, um, and he's a nice guy. He—it's always so it's always, you know. Maybe it's, that's why he's a chick magnet. Maybe, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe because he's fucking built like a Adonis and uh, is a good-looking guy. Whoa. But he, no, he's—I <laughs> wasn't expecting that one from you. Well, he Adonis. Is, yeah, you ever see that guy? He might be the most. Jack guy, I mean, like cut. There's a picture of him flexing on the on the thing, and he's he's it's, he's a fucking. I would love he's to have a, a body like Phil Davis. Jesus freak. Christ! Uh, what, tell me more. What was his? Uh, you talked to him about the, his signing and stuff. Yeah, what, you know, what, and he he, he was saying that he's like, uh, well, we're gonna have him on the show, but he said, look, they offered me fifty uh, percent or more money. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. so he's like, I got to go with the money. So sure. He, I mean, I, I think that uh, you know, he, I think. He'll do very well in Bellator. Yeah, you you really can't blame a guy for taking, you know, more money somewhere else, right? You know, it's yeah. it's you know it's it's his it's it's especially this isn't you know an individual sport. It's it's your decision, so it's it's your future. I mean, right? That's where he's gonna make more money. Do do what you got to do. It'll be interesting though if he, if he actually wins a championship uh, over in Bellator because sure, he might, sure. and then he might come back over. You know, yeah, I think, uh, I think Phil would do. He'll do well wherever he compete, wherever he fights at. He'll do well. But yeah, yeah. He, he could definitely be a world. He could be a world champion Bellator. You know, I, I don't see that in the UFC, but he could be in Bellator. Yeah. You don't. I mean, well, he. It's funny though, because like here's a guy who tapped Gustafson quick. You know, with that like modified uh, chicken anaconda, wing. Yeah. You know, um, it wasn't even anaconda. It was like he took. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I mean, he's a guy that if I think his just his stand up has always been his Achilles heel. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and when he fights a guy like Anthony Johnson, who's a good wrestler, it, who kind of that's when he gets in trouble. I thought he won the Bader fight. I told him I still think he won the Bader fight. I think that Bader was such an underdog that that sometimes when a guy loses, uh, they a close fight who's an underdog, they give it to that guy. Yeah, because they're expecting the other guy to win so much. Judging is so fucked mm-hmm. up in MMA. But even the fans, I think. I know, I know. No, you're absolutely right. It's just because yeah. I've seen I've seen it a couple times where a guy, like the underdog, wins, but it's close enough. Even like with the, uh, or or if a guy doesn't make weight, like Kelvin Gastelum, mm-hmm. you could argue that Kevin beat Woodley. It was a very close fight. Sure, but because Woodley, Kelvin, because Kelvin came in, you, you you had Kelvin winning. I did. Yeah, but because Kelvin came in twelve pounds overweight, all that shit happens. People are like, you know what? Fuck it, Woodley. You know, I think sometimes there's. Other factors that go yeah, into fights that influence judges that shouldn't absolutely. It's it's I mean it's it's like that with 
Like the country you're fighting in. Oh, yeah. If you're fighting in Brazil and you're fighting Brazilian and it's going to decision, you're not winning yeah. that fight. I mean, there was a recent... There was a recent <laughs> you're not. Yeah, it's there was kind of a, a recent like uh, thing they came up with with Doug Crosby judging uh, the Ally Quinta fight, and he's had some, some turbulence with uh, Ray Longo and then that mm-hmm. camp in the past, and I think that... There's so many influences with judging that shouldn't be, but there there always will be. It's just you know you look at Las Vegas and Mayweather. You look at he's a huge. He generates a lot of revenue. I think people. So. Well, I think people are flawed. Yeah, and you're you're. It's not like it's uh. Anytime you have people judging anything, mm-hmm. anytime there's judging, there's going to be flaws. You know, v- versus like uh, other sports like basketball. I mean, even like referees can fuck up a game, but it's pretty much like you, if you score, yeah, you score. Like six of them on the court. Six of them, <laughs> and like you score a basket, you score a basket. Yeah, you know. But uh, so then anyway, so then I had a show Saturday, Friday night, which probably was one of my favorite shows. So I sell out the Improv, and uh, and then That's not only big. that, not only that, which holds about two fifty, another. 80 people came and watched me in the room next to me, just on like the screen. I mean, I was pretty fucking stoked. Awesome, some man. of the hottest, some of the hottest chicks ever came to the show. This is in Hollywood. Oh uh, yeah, these three girls from Norway that uh, I, I met the day of at the sushi place. Uh-huh. They're part of the Norwegian cheerleading team. Like they show up for their town for the world championships, but they're like 20. I felt I kind of felt like a creepy old man. I couldn't tell if they were 17 or 30. Still legal, <laughs> still legal. But I was just like, I'm still 36. 17 or 30. Sometimes you can't tell if a girl's 17. 17 or 30. It just yeah. is that like <laughs> every no, guy knows that 30 women usually reach their the best their, well, sometimes girls just look a certain way where you're just like y- y- certain yeah, angles yeah. and then, then you feel like a creep if they're 17 and then you feel like I don't know but anyway so but uh, Randa, uh, Ronda Rousey's mom came that, and she was laughing at all the blowjob jokes which is the, which is <laughs> hilarious all the filthiest jokes Ronda's mom was laughing at Randy Couture came with his, his uh, girlfriend Mindy Robinson the blonde one the blonde she's like a, uh, an Speaking actress of 17 or 30 well I said I go Randy it's good that you brought your, your, your uh, granddaughter to the show oh wait that's your girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> And he, I was like, I, yeah. does he have to get her home in time for curfew? But afterwards, I hung out with Randy, and he was, it was so weird. Randy's like, man, Adam, he's, he was, he's like, I can't believe how funny you were. I saw you five years ago. You were funny then. But, oh, my holy. And, like, it's crazy having a guy like that compliment you. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. just like, all the shit that that guy's accomplished. Definitely. He's talking about my set. Like, how fucking cool is that? Like, that's, I didn't even want to say anything. That's big. I was, so that was cool. Cub Swanson was there. He had his, his jaw wired. And his, uh, his his arm broken, which really? is like, damn, dude. Like, guys, been through some podcast, but yeah. just have him go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a guy, you know, and he's such a nice guy. He is. He's such. But yeah. I'm like, people didn't. People. It's funny because people didn't know him, right? People. A lot of times, people don't know him. People that knew him were like Cub Swanson, and I'm like, guys, this is Cub. You know, he's one of the top five guys in the world, uh, and he's like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Not a really great representative. We need to we need to get him like a dry erase board. <laughs> yeah, that he carries. Around. I'm like I'm like no, he's not a really a gimp. I, I swear to God, he's not like a like he's he's an incredibly intelligent guy. Like yeah. he's such a nice guy. Yeah, his last fight that would have killed most men. Killed most men, <laughs> and you wonder if he hadn't broke his hand, how he would have done against yeah. Max. And his jaw and his jaw, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but it wasn't like so. They were there. Bubba Jenkins is going to come in next week on, on the podcast. Bubba Jenkins? Oh, nice. Yeah, Bubba Jenkins is coming in. Uh, he came to the show. I go, Bubba's here. You guys can't see him. I was joking because it was so black. Anyway, so, um, so, so yeah. it was so, really dark in there? It was very dark in there. So, yeah, so Where's Bubba, T-Rex when we need him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, so, uh, so Bubba was there. And uh, who else? It was just like Ashley Evan Smith came, who was looking. She weighs about 160 now, mm-hmm. but she's looking fucking hot. Like, uh, 
Ashley Evans has like a certain sexy thing about her. She's a uh, she's a little rock and roll chick, little she is. chick, little she's all tatted up. Yeah, and, yeah, and she's vegan, and she's all like healthy and yeah. So she came. She said she wanted to grapple vegan? you. By the way, she like, said, yeah, I would love to. She That's... said she wanted to because she, she said that you went to her gym. That, yeah, that they was her had gym. they had like a inside gym like women's tournament thing that I went to. So she was, she was there. Do you think people are attracted to like vegan people, or is that just, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, it just adds. It just adds. To yeah, yeah. What about a vegan? I no, mean, she's like a vegetarian or vegan or something, and I don't know. But she's healthy, so <laughs> she is healthy. She should be one forty-five. That should be her weight class, one forty-five. I think one thirty-five, because I guess you know when she got pop for those pills it was she was taking diet pills to, that's what she got, yeah. which i think is so such bullshit Wait, she turned her stuff in right to get looked at and then she was just like what am i taking because she didn't she really didn't know what it was that there was there was like a she's like are you fucking serious everything i take is organic blah 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 like there's no way that like something there's no fucking way i'm not really sure what exactly happened i just think in general Diet pills should not be on the banned substance list. Yeah. Because how is that really helping you win fights? Well, I, I don't think it's a matter of whether it, it can There's... help you. It's just it's it's on the ban. Like it's it's dangerous. It's uh, dangerous for you to take. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're obviously when you're when you're dehydrating yourself and, and low on electrolytes, but who knows? Yeah, but getting punched in the face is dangerous. I, I, oh, I just yeah. think that like taking taking like having her go having her taking steroids and EPO and mm-hmm. whatever HGH and whatever these guys were taking and getting her testosterone fifty to one is a lot different <laughs> than taking a pill to loot to, to yeah. shit out a couple pounds or piss out a couple pounds. I just if you're really looking at it. That way, well, that's the, that's the problem with our testing system. It's so flawed. There's no mm-hmm. logic in it. I mean, maybe I wouldn't say this if Ashley wasn't my friend, but I'm thinking about as I was thinking about, it, I'm like, well, she really wasn't because I remember in wrestling when I used to wrestle, pigs were taking that all the time. Mm-hmm. They're taking diuretics mm-hmm. to to lose weight. Oh yeah, and it, it wasn't like they were going to get popped for it. I mean, because what 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 are you really doing? You're, I mean, if anything, you're actually fucking up your own body versus helping gain strength. You're just taking a pill to help. I don't know. I'm sure someone on the underground is going to tell me a 30 page thing of the of people who've they died on this. Do. <laughs> they usually every time I get one on thing wrong, you should see the things. I I'll be like, yeah, Randy Couture when you when he won at 205. Excuse me, he won at 220. Uh, like I, people just start, or he won at yeah. heavyweight. They anyway. So uh, so Everybody's that was cool. An expert. The UG pharmacologist is about to tune in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's going to give you a three page tutorial. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. How diuretics are good. And then uh, also, uh, uh, Devin Sawa came. Who's a big? Who's that? Uh, he's this big action star. Oh, been, cool. been, in a, been in a ton of movies. He was there, and Ron Jeremy was there. Uh, and that model was there. That was on America's Next Top. Lisa Diamato. Yeah, she's a crazy good, bitch. She's a good friend of I mine. I love her. She was my favorite. I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marina, this is how good a friend Marina is. I've been asking her to come to my show I for know. a year, a whole year. Mm-hmm. Hey, want to come to my show? Never has come. It's right? not about being a good friend. I had to work and I couldn't get out early enough. So then I text her Friday. Are you coming tonight? For what? Uh, for what? <laughs> for the thing I've invited, like uh, like <laughs> people that are half good friends of my amazing Marina. Not even a third. People that are acquaintances are like, I'll be there. Marina's like, I can't come. I understand you have to work, but don't she, say for what. She, yeah, I, like I, I, couch for, and popcorn at him. Yeah. Look, you know, Unbelievable. Look, I get no respect. <laughs> I swear. I, Actually... <laughs> No. On the contrary, I say really nice things about you. Really, I do. Yeah, she tried to set me up with a, a date. With, okay, she tried to set me up with a date with one of her friends. Jesus Christ! Like, dude, I mean, dude, I'm not, I'm not gonna happened? bash her friend, but like, but uh, uh, I'm, anyway. So, all right. Um, 
Shani Rush came to the show. This girl, Shani Rush, uh-huh. who might be the hottest chick. She's a fight. She's one and zero as a fighter. She's like Carla's friend. This chick is smoking hot. She's now she's a bartender. I don't know. She used to work at the UFC gym. But Jesus. So anyway, so I did that. Hung out with everybody. Uh, watched the fight Saturday. Jake, how was your week? My uh, my weekend was good. It was the week was good. The weekend was busy. Just just getting a lot of things done. We had a um, I had a baby shower. My 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 girlfriend's family came in town. So wait, we, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 back up a second. Who was the baby shower for? It's it's for my girlfriend and I. So you're having a baby. I am. Woo! All right. <laughs> so Jake's I having am. a baby. So wow, when did you find this out? I've known for a while. Throw <laughs> like, a boy. Like known seven. for a while. Yeah. Uh, we're having a boy. You're having a boy. Yes. Oh, what's his no. name? Well, we're not going to announce that yet. Okay. All right. But he comes the end of June. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, d- is this someone else's sperm or this is actually your no, sperm? This is mine. Well, really? My son. Oh, yeah. He is getting laid, guys. And now, you know, <laughs> now, by the way, uh, like I was telling you before, I knew that you're obviously having a baby before the Koscheck fight. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way he's going to win because once you start knocking chicks up, you're going to win fights, right? That's usually because now you have something else to fight for, right? Does that, does that help inspire you? Sure, I mean, you can definitely help you. I mean, I, I, I would say it's an exciting, yeah, it's more of an excitement, kind of a, a feeling, yeah. All right. So, I mean, so well, yeah, it was good. The, the weekend was busy. I mean, it had a lot of, lot of people in town and just, uh, just kicked it. And Is there a lot of pressure now? I mean, do you feel an extra pressure to make more no, money no. or to fight better? Or? No, 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 I mean, <laughs> just more planning, you know what I mean? Obviously, your, your life, you just have to plan more, you know what I mean? So for me, it's... I've been I've known for a while, so it's kind of been a lot of things have been processing. You know, you have a lot of time to understand what's about to change, and, and but it, it's all good. It's all exciting. Things. Now, was this the first of... girl you've been with? Or, or... yeah, first girl. That, nice. First girl, I, she got my V card. Yeah. Oh, they, nice. I, I figured you were so backed up with with jizz. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> oh it didn't, it didn't right. put a fucking hole through right, her back. Exactly. Um, that's that's great. Good for but you, no, man. man. Super excited. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm gonna be a father. <laughs> Congra- congratulations, <laughs> thank man! You, thank you. That that's uh what Marina. And how was your week? Oh, it was alright. It was good. Um, Rhonda had like bronchial pneumonia. Oh my god! And uh, she was supposed to go to the Mayweather fight, but she ended up. We were just. I was just kind of doing the mommy thing, taking care of her. She's on the couch, and I'm kind of tweaked up a little bit right now. So it was just the two. We just had hung out. What's, what's wrong with you? No, I just. Tweak my uh, shoulder a little bit and just was told to rest for a couple days. So, so you and Rhonda hung out. We hung out and just. She's sick. Is she like drooling and stuff? And no, like, like coughing up. She was coughing up blood. Ah. Ooh. And uh, whenever you're coughing up blood, it's not a good sign. No. Why? Why is she in the hospital? No. She's got some antibiotics and. You guys are tough, man. Tough chicks. <laughs> but uh, we just we just hung out. It was really it was very it was a really low key week. Nice. Did you, make, did you make her laugh? Yes. You guys watch movies together? Yes. What did you watch? We watched a lot of like chick flicks. Oh. A lot of chick flicks. Weird. Two single girls watching chick, chick flicks, flicks while you're taking care <laughs> of her. Love Actually. Really? You watch Love Actually? Yeah. That is so gay. All right. Good for, good for you, though. That's, that's really yeah, cute. All right. good. Nice. Yep. Now, you made headlines last week. I did. You went on the MMA uh, Ariel Hawani show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. And said that you are, uh, are getting ready for Cyborg, but you have to prove yourself by no, winning a couple not, of fights. Um, it's not really getting ready for Cyborg. It's That is the goal. Right. That is always going to be the goal because she has a belt. And then if somebody else gets a the belt, then that's going to be the goal. Um, I just think it's really funny how she went out and said that after my interview, I guess she got asked about it, and she's like, the only thing I know about her is her tongue. And I'm like, 
like like nobody's Whoa. nobody's allowed to talk shit. She says she says that I just talk too much and I'm sorry, but well, that's funny. Telling, yeah, exactly, Ironic. like exactly. So hmm. it's just really funny because you know, calling out somebody's telling, telling, telling people that that Rhonda's mom can't protect you. Yeah, that's not shit talking. Yeah. And I don't understand. I mean, I, mean, like, I mean, and she keeps teasing everyone by saying she's gonna make 135. Either are you, or are you not? Like, and then she that's... posts a picture of herself on a scale at 175. I mean, that that doesn't make any sense. I guess to each his own. We will see when the day comes, but. It was really cool. Ariel was really cool. And people said that you broke the record with as many fucks as you said. You said oh, you- yeah, I swore a lot. <laughs> well, here's the thing is because he, he caught me like right after I was done with uh, my strength training and I was all like adrenaline, you yeah, know, like amped up. amped up. And I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. But <laughs> it was, you, said a you reached the, I did. Nice. the daily quota <laughs> for the MMA hour. <laughs> Good you work. Know, it it's, it's funny, but it's funny because I read the article in Cyborg talking about she thinks you talk too much and it's like and all I said was look I know where I am I know where I stand I know who I'm friends with I know how it looks but I know myself and that's all that really fucking counts how's mm-hmm. that talking shit yeah it's funny and in her trying to talk her way into a fight with Ronda it's like and she keeps saying like I don't hmm. care about the belt I just want Ronda Rousey shit talking uh, you know if you could make 140, you could probably make 135. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like she, I think, you know, maybe I mean, not. Even I don't know. Taking just... a step back and like tr- in from the outside, like not even being biased or anything, it's like, you know, everybody has a, a, a they have a solid argument, you know, about make the weight, make the weight, and yeah, and Ariel, Ariel I mean, actually asked me. He's like, "Do you think you can make 135 pounds?" And I said, "Absolutely, I can make 135 pounds." Really? But here's the thing. Here's the thing: is I would not be at all successful as that. At that low of weight, it's just yeah. You're, not... Look at your muscles are 135 pounds. I need to arm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, it's that's the truth because I know my body. I know if I get that low, I won't be strong. I won't be confident. I wouldn't. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to set a precedent. She went out there and said she can make 135 pounds. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is on a that's on a record somewhere out there. So, hmm. uh, when you make accusations like that, I mean. So Saturday night, it was the the fight to save boxing. The fight it of ended up. The I think century. it was unbelievable. I'm I mean, believe that they, shit was people were saying these guys would never fight, and they never fought. Mm. Uh, that was yeah. one of the. I don't. I mean, seriously, the, the mother from Baltimore landed more punches than those two. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed. Good I, one. Thank you. <laughs> I like, look, I, I. You know what it was. Here are my thoughts on the fight. It, it, that's how Mayweather fights. Mayweather is a defensive yeah. boxer. It works for him. He's not going to stand and trade in front of people. <clears throat> the Ma- I used to watch Manny Pacquiao train eight, nine years ago at Wildcard Gym. Before he was, he had just mm-hmm. beaten Barrera at the time, and he was big. But it, you could still watch him for hours on end, and it wasn't a huge mob yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah, that was not the same Manny Pacquiao that I used to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I love Manny Pacquiao. He's what he said, but. I always said to myself, when is all this going to catch up? When is – because when, when, I, when I watched him, he was like going 150 miles an hour in his car. He was on drugs. He was having numerous affairs. He was partying. Really? He, at one point, he was like being – they tried to assassinate him nine times in the Philippines. But he was fighting like a fucking maniac. I mean – and that was like – then all of a sudden now he's – He's transformed into the senator. In, he's in Congress. Yeah. Congress, Jesus guy. He looked seemed a little punchy. I hate to say it, but he didn't seem like he was. He didn't have that 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 twinkle in his eye that he used to have. That hunger. Uh, 
could could he have beat Mayweather back then? I don't know. Mayweather would have been younger then too. But it definitely was not the same Manny Pacquiao that I used to watch. And it was kind of a shame because I really wanted Manny to win. It's really funny because I I watched the fight with uh, Ronda, Edmund, and a couple other people from GFC. And like after the fight, I just kind of – I looked over at Ronda and I was like – this fight should have happened five years ago. It would oh, yeah. have been so much more exciting. Fuck. Well, like, you know, it's it's funny because it's like you, you would think. You just have made probably fighting a little bit differently. But that that is Mayweather. That's the way he fights. You know yeah. what I mean? He, he is. It's funny. I, I, I had sent a, a tweet and I was like, them boys in the 80s fought. They put it on the line. And it pissed a lot of people off. And, yeah. they, and like Twitter, I started getting just just killed on Twitter. Well, those guys were in their 80s. Right and now. I was like, listen, it, it's not an insult to Mayweather. He's a smart fighter. I'm not taking anything away from him as far as skill-wise. But people are building this fight up to be a fight, and it's not. He's That's so skilled point. that like he doesn't have to take any more risks. And this is the thing about <laughs> he professional doesn't, yeah, fighting. He doesn't take risks. Is that if you really understand boxing... Uh, they're so fucking good at what they do that, like, it looks like they're doing nothing. It looks very easy. It looks they're so, so good at- easy. Yeah. And uh, it took me a while to understand that because I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, come on. Like, oh, this is the one thing I hate about professional fighting is that, like, the- there's less risks that are taken in there, you know. And when Manny when Manny got knocked out, he took a risk. So it was Well, just- he also got – he also, I think, got excited – he came in way too quick with his head up. And that's the thing. The old Manny Pacquiao might have gotten killed in three rounds by, by the old yeah. Mayweather because he did. He came in with like a fucking maniac yeah. with his hands down, throwing thousands of punches. But there was something really exciting about that. This Pacquiao, you know, some people say that allegedly he was taking HGH back in the day. That Manny? helped him. Manny, there was all kinds of rumors about him taking stuff. and But it was, it, it was a little weird how Pacquiao, you know, before was knocking fools out left and right and really and even was hitting Mayweather Mayweather was letting him hit him when he was saying come on like putting his hands up and letting him he wasn't him letting him hit him he was he letting was him take no. shots in the body there was like 16 unanswered punches that Manny threw onto Mayweather while he had him against the ropes and it was just like where he where Mayweather just looked at him and shook his head there was something there was there was pop behind those punches i don't i don't care what you say was there? It, it didn't look like it. Looked like, it looked like a, with, he got caught with it a like straight. Like my little brother hitting me when I was older, mm. when I was younger, and I'm like, uh, you can't hurt I, me. I'm surprised in the, like on the whole this the stance that you've been taking about like you you haven't even talked about Mayweather. You've been talking about Pacquiao. Like I know it takes. I mean, I'm just saying because yeah. we're talking about Mayweather. Yeah. Like he's not he's not this. He's not that. He's he's passive. He's defensive. Like no one's doubting his skill at all. But if anything, it's like Mayweather. I mean, Pacquiao. You know, he, he's the same style. He moves forward. He's in your face, but. Um, yeah, it's it's it's. But he used to do these punches where he would like feint to the right and throw a jab uh, against even when he fought um, uh, Marquez, or he would do these crazy looping bolo punches in a way where he would yeah. like he would where he knocked down Marquez a couple of them yeah, where he but... would uh, he would duck and throw a crazy overhand left that somehow landed. He wasn't throwing any. He was throwing coming in one twos, one twos, one twos, and. You know, I mean, granted, you look at like you look the way GSP fought too. He, he he's not going to take risks against a puncher, a heavy yeah. hitter. You know what I mean? It's like so. It's it, the opponent has a lot to do with it. Yeah, he has a lot to do with it. And look, I mean, there were some pretty funny fighter tweets. Uh, Uriah Hall said uh, about Mayweather, "What a real life pussy." Um, <laughs> he goes, "I'll tell you what. He knows how, uh, he knows rich the game. Pussy. How to hold and waste real the time. Rich Super rich pussy." Hashtag Mayweather sucks. Uh, Sean Strickland wrote, "Boxing is officially dead." De La Hoya wrote, sorry, boxing fans. Cathal Pendred said, winner of the fight, MMA. 
Um, mm-hmm. I, look, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of both guys. I met Mayweather one night, and I was it was like I met him at Mel's Diner, and I went up to him, and I was like I was sort of that annoying f- boxing fan, yeah. and I was like, hey Mayweather, and he was like, what's up, man? I go, it was before the Ricky Hatton fight and the Margarito fight, and I was like, hey, can you you think you could beat Hatton? You think you could beat this guy? And he's like, oh come on, man, I'll fuck up. He's like, come on, hey, come on. And then it, he was so arrogant that he saw it and looked at my eye that I was like kind of disappointed, and then he goes, come here, man, gave me a hug, and, uh... and like. And he was super nice. He's like, man, I'll beat all those guys, man. But he's like, you're a cool guy. Like, so Mayweather, you can tell he, he does have a big heart. Yeah. And, you know, he supports a lot of people. A lot of the shit he does is for show. But he is the Dude, best. Dude, he yeah. got he's millions and millions of dollars at what age? He's not the greatest ever. I don't <laughs> care what anybody says. No, like, my, da- my dad's watched. My dad's like, Sugar Ray Robinson would have beat both these guys. Yeah, I mean, mean th- that's like th- th- that was my whole. It's like sure, bo- boxing has evolved. Like any sport, it's going to evolve. And and, and I was uh, you know the Hagler Hearns era. Like that was, in my opinion, the best boxing era there was. Like you look, you know, you look at Arturo Gotti, Sugar Ray, mm-hmm. Ro- you know, Sugar Ray Leonard. It's like those guys. You know, they they were actually trying to kill each other. They maybe he's the best offensive fighter ever, though. But it's just, it's just a different time. Let's talk about Boom Boom. Maybe he's... Yeah, <laughs> boom Boom exactly. Let's talk about Boom Boom, oh, yeah. man. He actually killed someone. Yeah. maybe. Right? I mean, maybe he's the best defensive fighter ever. Uh, sure. Uh, maybe Pernell Whitaker might be the best defensive. He also had some... I mean, he was, some, he was an amazing defensive fighter. But he's to be the best fighter ever. Definitely not the most entertaining ever. But I, I mean, he's forty-eight. But no, you can't argue with his record. Thing, but Mayweather's smart, though. I think he did he did it right because people paid to watch him fight. Whether you, a lot of people don't like him mm-hmm. and they want to see him lose, so they would pay to watch him lose. And of course, he wouldn't. But and he's undefeated, so he kind of has that whole that that stigma yeah. about him. But he's had to be the showman and the, and the shit talker to get people to watch him. I'll fight. tell you what, he doesn't, though, man, he doesn't knock people out. That's just the reality. I'll tell you what, I've, I've been running like five miles a day, like three days a How's week. How's your knee? I'm getting surgery in August on it. It's not great. I shouldn't be running on it. But anyway, I'm running five miles away with a torn ACL. But watching that Mayweather special of him running seven miles a day, doing 2,000 sit-ups a day, and then sparring for, you know, 20 rounds. I got to say, I'm like, he works his ass off. You can't argue with his work ethic. Uh, Carl's Jr. diet. What? He, like, eats Carl's Jr. in and out. (laughs) And soda. He drinks pop soda. I mean... Uh, you know, you can't argue French with them. fries, and hamburgers, all that shit. If Manny Pacquiao would have cut out all the bullshit of, uh, not bullshit being a senator, but if he would have cut out, like, being a music star and recording a, an album and, and becoming a senator of the Philippines and everything else. And I don't think, once fighters find Jesus, honestly, has it, has it ever worked for anybody? No. Every time a fighter says, I found Jesus, I'm like, put the money on the other guy. Because... <laughs> Uh, it's what, just, <laughs> I mean, here's the, I can really here's the thing. It's like I, I I know a lot of a lot of people that are really express their faith and are Christians, and it's like you have to still be able to separate the, the two personalities. You know, when you get in there to fight, You're you got to be somebody else. You know what I mean? Like that's that, that's the problem I've had. I'm, I'm a nice guy, but when yeah. I fight, I you have to be okay with killing somebody, and that's just yeah. the, you have to be able to separate the two people. Yeah, a lot of people can't. I mean, it was it wasn't a great fight. Uh, but also, it shows how good MMA is because you watch the, even MMA Bellator, UFC. Boxing. You watch any of these things; they'll have fifteen fucking fights on. Yeah. Even if three of them are duds, there's still twelve other fights. This this pay per view they had three fights. I mean, granted, they all I, sucked. I didn't. I mean, they had they had you know they had these these world champs versus jabronis, uh, you know, and <laughs> then they and then they have these guys, and then they have this one fight for twelve rounds. And then you're like, what did I spend hundred bucks versus like? 
any, even like the fight this weekend, which is uh, the fight which we're going to talk about, uh, the fight this weekend is, is, is stacked with the Stipe versus... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Stipe versus Mark Hunt. There's plenty of good fights. I mean, it's gonna be so good. That's I mean, you thing. got you got Brad Tavares That's against so, Whitaker. That, that fight is so exciting. Anthony Parrish on the full card. Jake Matthews, our guy versus James Vick. Uh, Lisa Ellis versus Rowdy Beck. Kalen versus Alex Chambers. I mean, there's it's gonna be a stat. That's a, gonna be a good fight. It's going to be a bunch of good fights on that. I mean, that's what boxing needs to do. The problem is you can't have 19, 12-round fights. You have to start at like yeah. noon and end at 4 o'clock in the morning. But maybe maybe have, I don't know, figure it out. Like with the UFC, it's like if you have two two or three shitty fights, well, you still have six or eight good, you know, great fights. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So uh, other things that happened since last week. I don't know where Russell Peters is. Hopefully he'll come in soon. Um, UFC 187. John Jones got stripped of the title. Oh, that, that happened on after the show Tuesday. We didn't get to talk about that. Uh, Chael Sonnen says anybody who takes that title is, 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 a, is a coward. But fuck that. Take the title. What does that even mean? Uh, oh, so, <laughs> so now we're listening to Chael Sonnen? <laughs> no, yeah, kidding. like the Chael wouldn't take the title. He would take it on, Chael, on, on Chael HGH. Tried t- Chael mean, tried to take it from his house. <laughs> he was threatening Vandalay to walk in his back door. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying no one should take that title. I love Chael. Are you kidding? God a world damn. title is a world title. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just, but at the same time, let's say Cormier wins. People are still going to look at Jones as, as, as a champ. Whatever. Damn, I don't care. Be a good fight. Guess what? My, my bank account still says I'm the champ. Yeah, right. Exactly. And you know what? Being a champ isn't just physically being the champ. You have to mentally be the champ as well. That's mm. why you know, Mike Tyson couldn't handle the, the championship belt. Not because of physical. He was a physical beast. Mentally, he wasn't capable of becoming the champion. And how many times, how many kids I've coached wrestling where physically they have the they could be state place winners, even state finalists, but mentally they don't have the grades, they don't have this, oh, yeah. they don't have that, they got girlfriend problems, they got drug problems. Part of being a champion isn't just not physically, let, be, it's being a mental champion. It's not letting that shit affect the championship. And John Jones doesn't have it. I hate to say it, physically he has it. He has it beyond, I mean look, no one even comes close except for Gustafson in that one fight. But mentally he doesn't have the capability as of today. You know, will he come back a year from now? Probably. You know, and probably... What does that mean, know. though? Is he, like, out of the UFC or is he still in contract He's with them? He's indefinitely um, suspended, uh, which means, I don't know. It, um, my guess is after this Gustafson fight at 187, uh, after the, Joe, the, uh, the Cormier versus Johnson fight, he, he's going to... They're going to build him back up. I, do you, what do, you, what do, you, do you think that was the right move from the UFC? Uh, you know, I mean... Let's talk about that. Do I think it's the right move? I don't know. I I, I, do. I don't know. I think that I think that you I think you know you're trying to get the sport in New York. You're, you're yeah. trying to build the sport long term effect. You know you can't have the champion of your sport committing hit and runs and then running around and then and leaving crime scenes hitting yeah, pregnant yeah. chicks well, after testing positive for cocaine a month earlier. Exactly. It's not it's not the first offense. I mean it, it really it puts it puts Daniel puts the UFC in, in a really bad he, situation. That's exactly what and he I said is that, that he ran out of chances. I think yeah, I think they did the right thing. Will he come back? Yeah, he'll come back. I mean the NFL probably would have done it, I think. I mean, you know, or, or other sports, but you get being, banned yeah, for... Being the face of your brand, if I'm Dana White or Lorenzo, I, you have to do that. You have to get him, you know, at least take him away, get him, and have some sort of repercussion, because if you don't show that, it's like, oh, people think that behavior is acceptable. And, and then what's next? It might, it might have saved the guy. What if next he, next he ends up killing somebody? Or he ends up, 
you know, in, in even worse situation. It mm-hmm. keeps escalating. It's not getting better. Well, you they went at, from you, know, a, you look at Floyd Mayweather, and, and he's had you know five different convictions of domestic violence. You know, and, and it's the state of you know Las Vegas is. But they didn't strip him of the belt, though. That, that that might be a bad boxing uh, politics, man. It's, That's it's, like exactly. intertwined boxing different. politics for he is, generations. He he represents himself, and that's it. Well, I feel like boxers represent themselves anyway versus sure. like the UFC league. I, I'm just saying, but like in society, like the state of Nevada, it's like they did. It's funny they did a special and they were talking to the, the athletic commission in Nevada, and they're asking the lady, some of the, uh, one of the ladies that was on the board, and was like, "You guys are letting this make you're making this sound like it's okay to mess with okay." And she was like, "No, he served his time, whatever thirty or sixty days or something like that." And, and but it was kind of like, you know, how much revenue that he generates the the city of Las Vegas. It's like, yeah, I mean, away from. I mean, John Jones has to learn somehow, and they can't keep covering for him. They, they've they've uh, they've 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 covered for him a lot, you know. Um, Anthony Johnson versus Cormier. Let's talk about that fight. I don't even know Great who wins fight. it. I, I know he, he's he's uh, uh, Russell Peters is, is lost. I'm sorry, kids. I got to go do. All right, Marina has to leave. The work oh, thing. No. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll see, you guys. I'll see you a little bit. I miss you guys already. I want to talk about this fight. This is so it. bad. I'll, I'll come busy at work. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. See you later. I had so much fun. All right. It's good Until seeing you next time. Next week. Yes. Or not next week. The week after that. Next week. Thanks for the coffee, by the way. It was great. Come get some more. Yeah. So Cormier versus uh, <laughs> look, I don't know who wins this fight. It's a, it's a, one of these fights. It's a really hard fight to call. Yeah. Daniel Cormier. It depends on what Cormier shows up. We know what Anthony Johnson is going to show up. I think I like this fight a lot. I think it's a great it's a great matchup, and I think that if you've seen some of some of Cormier's comments talking about. Uh, Anthony Johnson getting submitted by Koscheck. Oh, really? Uh, he fought at welterweight. Yeah, he, he was saying he he thinks that he's mentally he can he, he can break him. So. You know what it is? I mean, with Cormier, if it's the Cormier that that fought Josh Barnett, that um that that fought Frank Mir, that knocked out Bigfoot Silva, that knocked out Pat Cummings shows up. Mm. It could be a long night for Anthony Johnson or a short night. Yeah. If it's or a short night, a short night, right? Yeah. If it's the Cormier that shows up against John Jones. <clears throat> I, I truly believe that Cormier let his emotions get to him in that fight. I think he, when I saw him at the weigh-in and he was screaming like a fucking baby, I go, this guy's he's done. He's in his head, and he, it's, he's not in a good mental – he's not in a relaxed state. I know that from a, as a comic. I know it's, a, it's a really hard to compare my stand-up comedy career to a guy who fought well, in front of the whole world. Read, you can read people, though. I read people, but I know that when I'm like really amped for a show, yeah. too amped, I'm not having a good show because it's it means too much. I get you. I've, I've let the moment get to me. Sure. And when I'm relaxed and having fun and able to adjust, oh yeah, that's when I'm yeah. a, I'm, I'm I'm at my best. I feel like Cormier was so tense that he wasn't able to really get off in that fight. Yeah, you know that, that's pretty common though, especially with like the media that comes along with it. I think. You know, with with world, I mean, world title fights. Obviously, I haven't fought for a world title, but you know, you see with just even even being, you know, the co-main event or, or main event in in cards where you you're required and demanded to do so much more than you're used to. So then, it's it's now becomes uh, balancing. It just I think it brings out more insecurities. You know, you kind of show the anxiety a little bit. But um, I think after the Jones fight, Cormier's going to come back a different guy. I think he's going to come back and and. Uh, I think so too, but has he had enough time to really? Because he, he, he balloons up in between camps. Yeah. I mean, I mean he gets fat. So does Anthony Johnson, though. Yeah, but uh, I think he's had enough, no- I mean, you know, he's had enough notice. I don't he's, know. I mean, is, some- is Cormier 
is he if if Cormier's also got off to a late start, he's thirty eight, maybe thirty nine. I don't know. This is a tough fight to call. I don't know who's going to win this fight. This is going to be a great yeah, fight. It's a it, exactly. I'd give the speed advantage to 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 Anthony Johnson. But the you know the wrestling takedown and grappling game. I'm gonna go to Cormier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, now, speaking of uh, grappling, we're going to call um, Brian Caraway right now. Uh, before we do that, I want to thank our sponsors once again. Uh, we have some amazing sponsors. Uh, and I'm going to say, listen, guys, uh, our first, uh, I'd like to thank Remove It Restoration. Once again, has your business been vandalized? Have gang members destroyed your business storefront? Call the professionals. Remove it restoration. They remove vandalism. They restore etched windows. They get your business back to new for a fraction of the cost. Go to removeitrestoration.com. Call 1-888-424-9697. Also, dude wipes. Listen, your ass will be cleaner than a Jake Ellenberger drug test. Your ass will be so freaking Clean. I'm telling you, your ass will be cleaner than a GSP jab. He's got a great jab. Your ass will be cleaner than Evan the Beard's sex life. Evan the Beard always uses condoms. Okay, no, he doesn't. Okay, so I'm telling you, that's news to me. Yes, dude wipes. Okay, your your ass will be cleaner than uh uh. What else could it be cleaner than? Cleaner than your ass will be cleaner than uh Marina. Uh, because she's she's very clean. Uh, your 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 ass will be very clean. Uh, then a Thomas Almeida uh, record. He's twenty and zero. Thomas Almeida or nineteen and zero. He's actually fighting. Uh, what's the name? He's fighting uh, Brad Pickett. Uh, it was announced today at UFC one hundred nine. Oh yeah, yeah. Almeida versus fight. Pickett. Great fight. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got the Karate Hottie against Magana to talk about. That's uh, right. That's right. We have uh, Cerrone against Macdessi. A lot of good fights to talk about. First, I want to talk to Brian Caraway, and I, I like this kid a lot, actually. I know he gets a lot of shit from people, including me, but I do like Brian Caraway. I'm yeah, a fan. Me too. I know you train with him. I've, I, I've known him for a while, back when I used to train at Team Quest. Yeah. So, yeah, we've, we've, we've gone back. Yo. Hey, Brian Caraway. How's it going, man? Good. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me. Adam Hunter, obviously, and then uh, Jake Ellenberger. Brian, what's and, up, man? And Russell Peters. What's up, bro? Russell Peters, your favorite comedian. Yes. All right. <laughs> How well, are you, man? Oh, he's Googling me right now. I'll beat you, Ralph. Nice. Now, now, Brian, I, I was, you know, I was looking up your fights last night, man. You've, uh, you, you've, you've been a, you know, in this sport for a long time, man. You're a Strike Force vet, Elite XC vet, UFC vet, obviously WEC vet. I mean, you've really like paid your your dues. You've been here for a while, man. And uh, yeah, it's been a long road, that's for sure. And I, I remember, uh, by the way, we were hanging out one night, me and, me and Brian, we went out uh, in Vegas. It was one of the best nights I've had in a long time. Brian, uh, Brian was worried. He came to my comedy show, and I'm, I'm always roasting him on MMA Roasted. <laughs> so he comes, I like, meet him. He gives me like the dirtiest look, like, you better be funny, motherfucker. And then, <laughs> and then afterwards... And then he sees your set, and he felt bad for He sees my set, he feels bad for me. We like go out drinking. Change. It was one of the most... Uh, dude, is, uh, you're, uh, that was a really great night, man, by the way. Just want to let you know that. Yeah, thanks. That it was a blast, man, and yeah, you killed it on the show. Uh, so I was, I was impressed. Oh, thanks, man. And I remember uh, we were hanging out uh, that one night, and you were talking about one of your first fights ever. It was there was like tag team MMA. 
going on? Hey, uh, yeah, hey. yeah it, was, it was crazy, man. I, uh, well, my first fight was in 2003, and uh, I think I, I think I just hit the 40th fight mark in my career, my last fight total. And this was back before there was uh, really any rules, you know. So 12 of my fights is not even on my record on Shulog. Um So we yeah, we were fighting in a baseball field, and uh, gloves are optional. Uh, you could headbutt, elbow, whatever you wanted. And they actually had a, a two-on-two um, MMA fight going on. They had one that was a tag team match, and they had one that was just literally two-on-two, four guys in the cage, you know, going crazy. Fighting. It was awesome. So you could you could just wow. hang up on somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. one guy got KO'd, and uh, so the rest dragging him off the side, and other dude's trying to fight two guys at the same time. It was pretty, it was pretty comical. That's, that's wow. insane. Was there any money involved? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you won, you got like uh, 150 bucks, and your hotel room paid for. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Brian. Awesome. Yeah, but I, even but even some of your earlier fights I was watching last night. Uh, like your first fight against Mark Hominick, they put they throw you in the WEC. Your first fight ever is against Hominick, a fellow Canadian. Yep, yep. As, as you Hominick, know. whose forehead got pregnant in that one fight. Yes, against yes. Aldo. Yeah. Against, yeah, and and if, and you were winning that fight. You were actually you were dominating Hominick until the last. Probably twelve thirty seconds of the first round, you got you got ended up getting triangled and lost, but but you really showed a lot of promise in that fight. Yeah, thanks, man. That that was a crazy fight for me. Um, that was my first fight in the WC. Uh, I took that fight on. I think it was thirteen days notice, so it was, you know short notice on that, and and uh, I was just stoked to be there. And I think everything went wrong with that fight that it could. I, I actually had no cornermen. Like all my cornermen didn't show up to the fight. One uh, one missed. Missed a flight and then just didn't show up, and then the, the other one lost his ID and didn't have any form of ID at all to get through the airport. So I literally had no corner corner man. And where'd you, uh, where'd you get your corner man from? That, that, full that the first I, I actually had Coach Robert Fallis end up cornering me, and uh, he didn't really know me that well. I mean, I kind of knew him, and uh, now he's my current head coach. So it's kind of crazy that I came full circle. That's crazy. Have you ever had a fight with no, Jake? You ever had that no corner man in your corner? Um, actually, I have. Like, like. Back in '05, yeah, when there was, I used to, I had a, I had a couple fights up in like Sioux Falls, South Dakota. <clears throat> no corner. I don't even think you were allowed to have cornermen. Really? Yeah. It was well, that weird. was at a bar. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that happens in fucking Actually, Sioux Falls, North, South yeah, Dakota. Yeah, I think it was like a like a, a horse trough. It was like anyway, yeah, it looked like a barn. We literally got paid in, in hay. <laughs> <laughs> that that's crazy. Yeah, I. I've- I fought in a few barns, but in my time, uh, there's the craziest fight of them all. This is a true story. Uh, we were fighting in Yelm, Washington, behind this Mexican restaurant in the field called El Patio. And, um, you know, it, ended up, it was the classic underground crazy fight. You know, it starts raining outside. Uh, we're fighting in the rain. I'm, I'm wearing Dennis Holman's wrestling shoes, which she wears like a size 12, and I wear a size 9 wrestling shoes. So I'm wearing these giant clown shoes. It's pouring rain outside. You know, the show still goes on. They they have this generator that's running the lights, you know, on top of the cage. Something breaks, and the generator goes out. I don't even know what happens. So they end up having to pull all the cars around the cage. So they have car headlights on. It's raining outside. It was crazy. I fought this army combative dude. He gave me eight stitches, cut my eye open. Like, we both beat the crap out of each other. It was, it was uh, one of those classic. The lights, and, uh, the lights band, went off. Uh, that's the lights went off. You needed Whoa. car lights. That's fucking insane. Literally car lights. Yeah, I'm not even joking. I swear, I have footage somewhere on VHS somewhere of that fight where it was literally it was raining outside. 
There was no lights up. These car lights. It was insane. Oh. I'm more impressed that you had a VHS in the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But any, but even like I, I mean, but almost all I watched your fights. Almost every fight you've had has been a, a war. Your fight with uh, Wilson Hayes, that was a war. Fredson uh, Paixão. Yeah, against. I've but, trained with Fredson before. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, that uh, and then also um, uh, your fight with Johnny Bedford, you took on six days' notice. How, why are you taking all these fights on short notice? You know, it's well, not pussy, uh, right? It's a fight. I don't know. <laughs> you know. That's just not, you know, a fighter, and that's what we do. And, you know, shoot, back in the day, you know, two weeks was like, basically, that's, that's, that was like a full camp almost back then. <laughs> you get a fight on two weeks, and that was good. Calling it good, and I'm like, well, I'm getting paid a lot more now. And, uh, you know, I knew Johnny Bedford was a real tough guy, but uh, I just, I don't know, I just had a feeling. I, I knew it was a, a good fight to take and felt confident. And, you know, more than anything, you know, in my opinion, more than anything in a fight is, is being confident. You know, more than almost being conditioned. If you're super conditioned, but your mind is mentally weak and you're not confident in a fight, that's the worst kind of fight you can go into. And I felt really mentally strong in that fight. And, and uh, you know, I ended up winning. And I actually ended up winning the bonus. And uh, so it was the best five-day decision, six-day decision I ever made in my life. So I was pumped. Brian, did you guys did you guys train together at all, like uh, when you were on the show? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Jake, yeah, you, you came in and uh, you trained with us. Uh, on our team on Mayhem's team a bunch and yeah Johnny Johnny and I were we trained all the time together so he's yeah, actually I, one of the main guys I trained with okay I just remember because I, so. I had popped in a couple times and I remember I had trained with both you guys but I didn't know if you guys had trained together a lot but I'm sure that probably that probably you know, helped a little bit you know yeah he, yeah decent amount you know because uh, Johnny made it to the semis and uh, so he's just still in there so yeah we, we trained a decent amount together um you know, you're jammed in that, that house. So. Your last nice. fight oh, against yeah. uh, Rafael Sancio was also a great fight. Uh, you were an underdog going into that fight. It was a close fight, man, a really close fight. You had a couple takedowns. Uh, I think the leg kicks made the difference. Um, how uh, how much did your legs hurt after that? Actually, not really. You know, I was surprised. Uh, you know, I've got leg kicked a few times in other fights where it sucked big time and it hurt bad, but... Literally, I think his leg kicks where he's kicking more to score points, I think, than actually do damage. My leg was, you know, had a little bit of a bruise, but really, pretty much no pain, really. It didn't bother me at all. Um, you know, that fight was, uh, that, that was a fight that was a perfect example of um, going into a fight with the right mentality. Um, I knew I had the tools to beat a Sun touch him in a choke, but uh, in, in my heart, I felt like, you know, I'm probably going to go in there, I'm going to have a tough fight, I'm probably going to lose this fight. And, uh, you know, Asia wanted to kill me and stuff because, you know, I said that. And, uh, you know, I, I knew I was at that level and I could compete with him and I could possibly catch him. But in my heart, I feel like I was probably going to lose a decision. And that's what happened. You know, went out there and I, you know, I, after that fight, I, you know, did better than, than what I thought. I, I taught myself a, you know, a big lesson to never count myself out and, and to not have that mentality. And, and, uh, I think that fight really elevated, uh, me. In my heart and in my mind and mentally, so 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 um, right. So you, uh, you wait. So you actually in your heart said I'm probably going to lose this fight, Brian. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He broke up for a second. So like so on, so you honestly think like in your heart you were like I'm probably going to lose this. Yeah, I mean, I even told Misha before. She was super mad at me. She said, "Why would you ever say that?" I said, "I don't know. You know, I'm he's." He's right number four. He's got seven wins in a straight. You know, he's got a win over Dillashaw. You know, he's the current champion. You know, he's been beating everybody. I was like, you know, 
I was like, guys, kind of hard to, to, you know, get a, get a hand on and get a, get control. And I just said, you know, most likely, I think I'm probably gonna lose this fight. You know, obviously he's been winning, and uh, I just went in it with kind of a, you know, obviously they never want to go to the fight with that kind of mentality. I wasn't afraid of him. I just thought, uh, basically, what happened was it happened, and I, I was mad because I realized that I, w- I was able to find success in the fight a little bit. I took him out a couple times, and uh, I felt like if I would have went into that fight with a little bit more confidence, I could have, you know, I could have beat him. Jake, have you ever had the mentality going into a fight? I'm probably gonna lose this. Um, no, you know, you, you, I've definitely had fights where you're, you're addressing like, this is going to be a tough fight, you know, like, like going into the Lawler fight, like f- flights where you're like, we, we got to be perfect. We got to be mistake free. You know what I mean? So it's, I mean, as far as like going in lose now, but I mean, you know, yeah. there's, there's fights where you're, you're expecting this is going to be a tough fight. Now, uh, now we got to talk about, sometimes I think, uh, Brian, your, your accomplishments are overshadowed by the fact that you have, you're dating Misha Tate. Uh, and that, that's your girlfriend. She, she is, um, she is smoking hot. So good work on that. Congrats. By the way. Congrats, on, Congrats that. on that. Thank you. Uh, now is it, is it hard though? Having, having, of course a, it's hard. Uh, of, oh. course, of course his dick is hard. Right. But is it, <laughs> is it hard? Like number one, having a girlfriend who's a fighter, having a girlfriend who's a sex symbol slash fighter, being her coach, training with her, having to go home with that. I mean, tell us about that experience. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's ups and downs to everything, and uh, you know, it, it's it's definitely tough. You know, there's a lot of great blessings of meeting, you know, somebody who's another, you know, high level mixed martial artist and who's in the UFC. They get a lot of stuff, you know, they get the training and dieting and all that kind of stuff. But you know, it also you know brings another light to to stuff. Obviously, she's a stubborn, you know, stubborn. We're both fighters and stubborn, so I could you know be interesting when it comes to you know push comes to shove. If we both have our our ideas of the way things should go, it can. You know, it'd be tough, but uh, you know, her being also you know more famous than me, I used to it used to bother me in the very very beginning because I felt like I was like, you know, you got I've been working so hard fighting for a long time, and and uh, you know, you just get these opportunities you know handed to you, um, you know, there's hardly any girls out there, and I would get so frustrated because I'm like, man, I've been working my ass off, and then you just get this, and it used to really bother me, and then I realized you know it's it's just a complete different animal, you know, I, I realized that you know, hey. I'm super happy for you, Misha. It's not, it's not your fault. You're, you know, you're smoking hot. There's not very many women, you know, you're a phenomenal athlete. Like you work just as hard as, you know, anybody out there. And just because the, the fact that you are a female and there's more opportunities for you, you know, that's not, it's not her fault. So I learned to really be appreciate, appreciate that and, and push her and be super proud of her. And, and uh, you know, not just, I realize it's two different sports. You know, it's apples and oranges compared to the men's division the women's division. There are probably 100,000 guys registered as professional fighters in my weight class in the world and probably 100 in hers. So I just realized it's just a completely different thing, and, and business is business. And, uh, you know, be, being on another note, getting overshadowed a little bit, I, that still frustrates me a little bit um, because, like I, like you said, I have been fighting for a long time, and I have, I feel like I've made a lot of accomplishments. I'm top 10 in the world in the UFC, and, you know, you get it all these tough guys and other people saying that I'm, you know, walking on air coat and, uh, you know, that's kind of funny because I work really hard every day and train and I've been fighting, you know, for almost some years and, uh, nobody won. Nobody got to the top 10 in the world by, by, uh, either, uh you know, I won those fights and put myself in position. So, um, it's, it's a little frustrating, but no, that's why it is. People are going to be jealous, and you know, when it comes down to it, I realize I have my close friends, my close knit group of people who I love and care about. Um, you know, Misha and I we have a, 
a strong relationship. We've been together for almost nine years, and uh, that's why I just learned to mature and get past that. It's like is is like the sex crazy between you two? It's got to be insane, right? I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, um, oh, that's <laughs> that. I'm, I'm sure I, because you guys, she's a real stubborn girl. I mean, you're you're, you're a top notch athlete. It must. I, I be. like the way you're. I like where you're going with this. Keep going, Adam. Keep going. <laughs> I, mean, it's just got, I mean, is it just like is there is there choking involved? Is it just, is it just? Tell us about this. I don't know about. I don't, I don't think we're into the choking. I think we get enough of that in our, our normal daily life. But, uh, I, 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 like you know, I can't give away too many things because she, she'll kill me. But uh, I can just tell you that it's uh, it's uh, pretty interesting. It's, it's crazy. Not, not, nothing too too weird, but uh, you know, I'll let you guys' imagination do it. It's pretty gnarly. That's all I gotta say. It's pretty gnarly? Oh, come on. You gotta, give us, awesome. you gotta give us more than that. I, I, couldn't ask for, I couldn't ask for anything more. Basically, if you're a typical guy, and uh, you know, you think of all whatever your fantasies and all that kind of stuff. It's it's uh, it's not much better. So, she, hey, Brian, so- with all due respect, I've mastertated to her. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, that's, that's with respect. Good one. <laughs> right, I gotta ask how uh, it kind of shifting gears. How, how is it cornering? Like, I, I just I, obviously you're corner her when she fights. You know what I mean? Like in, in the holy emotional tie. How? How hard is that to, to, to corner and kind of be in the opposite side of, of, of the fight? Um, you know, at first it was weird. Um, at first I, I used to not get nervous at all for her. I would throw up I throw up 30 fights straight in a row for my own fights. Um, I get really nervous. I puke. And for her, I didn't get nervous at all. I'm like, oh, first of all, these girls are like little pink bunny rabbits. They just you know, punch around like little, you know, like little marshmallows. So I wasn't too worried about that. And uh, I also knew Misha was you know, an awesome athlete. Um, I knew she trained hard. I all the, all the work she put into it. I was really confident in her ability and her skills. So I never bothered me. So I'm like, dude, these bitches ain't got shit on her. She, you know, she, <laughs> I felt bad for these other girls. I never used to get nervous. And then, you know, as the competition elevated and uh, the fight, you know, the first fight between Ron and Misha, Misha wanted to tap and let her arm basically get completely blown out. Um, that was really hard to watch. You know, that made my stomach basically fall my ass. And, um, that, that sucked. And from that point on, everything kind of switched from my nerves, kind of went out the window. So when I fight, I don't get nowhere near as nervous. But now when she fights, I get really nervous because I know the competition, um, you know, has risen. And I know there's a chance for her, you know, to get injured and hurt out there. And uh, it, it is tough, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I love her as my, my, my partner. And also, you know, as a coach, you know, wanting to see her be successful. Um, it's, it's kind of an interesting role. I think I get more nervous for, for her fights than she gets. So I have to put on my poker face the whole entire time and just, you know, yeah, I mean, her, like I'm cool. I mean, her last fight, she really came back from Sarah McMahon. I thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought she was done with that fight. I thought she was like hurt, real hurt. She came back. Uh, she's got a fight against Jessica I coming up. If she beats, if she beats Jessica I, she fights Ronda again. Um, what do you think she can do differently to beat Ronda Rousey? Um, well, you know, this last fight with Ronda was very frustrating, uh, for me as a coach. We've been working since the first time Misha fought her. Um, we were basically working forever. Like I've been trying to devise stuff and work game plans on all that stuff. And, uh, right before the Ronda fight, uh, Misha really wanted to move to Vegas. She really wanted to come down here. Um, 
you know, for the publicity opportunities, you know, the UFC is based out of here. LA is close by. Uh, our career is starting to really take off a lot of other stuff, you know, bigger training facilities. And uh, I really wanted to stay where we're at because I didn't want to jump jump to a new gym, new place, new, you know, right at the beginning of the training camp. And uh, she's pretty stubborn, like we talked about already. And, you know, we had kind of an argument about that. And she, she said, no, I, you know, I'm going to Vegas. I want to go to the training facility. I want to be down there where there's more stuff happening. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I was all for it. You know, I was all for it coming to Vegas and she had all valid points. I just was I just didn't want that to happen at the very beginning of her training camp. I don't think it's good to try to switch between camps or all that ever. Mm-hmm. So we came down here and we had a, this phenomenal coaches, um, coach Robert Falls, you can't say enough about that guy. He, he's, you know, he's a, uh, MMA genius, but you know, he didn't, he didn't know Misha, you know, it's, it takes time, you know, fighting is a very emotional sport. Um, it's a very psychological sport and, uh, we can even know athlete takes a little bit of time. And, and, uh, I think there's just kind of a lot of confusion for Misha and coaches. And, you know, I had a game plan work a lot of time and coach Hollis was trying to learn her style. We had new striking coaches. I was helping her with that stuff. And I think it was just a little bit overwhelming with right. the change. You know what I mean? She's learning all these coaches, different stuff. You know, this coach says, oh, here's the input on what we need to do. And Coach Falls says, here's this, here's what I mean. It was all great input, but they didn't know. They don't know Misha and her fighting style. And I think it was just when Misha actually ended up fighting the fight her second time, basically none of our game plan came out during that fight. There was only maybe, you know, the only thing that, that really showed in the fight that we worked on was her armbar defense. She got out of, like, freaking six or seven arm bars, And uh, you can't keep getting put in bad positions like that and eventually not get caught. You know what I mean? You can't keep putting yourself in a bad position and uh, that many times. And, uh, you know, so that was really frustrating to watch because, you know, the game plan didn't unfold. So uh, this next time now that we've been in Vegas and everything's kind of settled down and, and things have been phenomenal, I think this the third time is going to be – it's going to be the charm, honestly. You know, uh, obviously, everybody knows Ronda's grappling and judo is phenomenal, and I, I really believe the reason why Misha lasted you know, longer than anybody else is because I believe Misha's grappling is the next best in the entire division. Well, listen, and uh, I mean, the way to beat Ronda is to obviously keep on her feet, push her to, to be, in a, be in a fight, you know, uh, punch, her, punch her, you know, hurt her, damage her. You know, and, and you can't make it a technical fight. you got to kind of make it a dog fight, and, and uh, I definitely think... That, the goal is to keep it on the feet. Yeah, I think that's the, probably the best thing, best strategy. Listen, Caraway, uh, I'm a fan of yours. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, <laughs> you're you're a good dude. Uh, you've been around for a while. You got a hot girlfriend. I hope you have to see you back in the octagon soon. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. Uh, it means a lot to me. And yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, I would Thanks. love to go out here in the future, man. When uh, when I get something scheduled in the books, I'd love to jump jump back on there. There's been some talks of a few guys. Uh, you know, might pop pop up to be fighting possibly Wineland. I know Eduardo Johnny Eduardo's up there as well. So there, there's there's a there's a few uh, few fights out there that that's gonna be popping up here real soon. Nice. Well, as soon as it gets announced, we want to have you back on the show. That was good, man. All right, thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thanks, Brian. Thanks. Bye, Brian. All right, that was Brian Caraway. We are gonna call Ben Askin right now. He'll 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 do like five minutes. So oh really? Yeah, we'll get we'll get gotcha. All right. I like Caraway. Yeah, nice guy. He's a nice guy. He gets a lot of shit for that. Like uh, next time, Dude, we'll, we'll, we'll the other ask thing him. too is how much shit he has to deal with with having the one like a super hot girlfriend. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like imagine being in that position. I'd be like, I can't. But I liken it to like off. comics dating comics. Yeah, oh yeah. I, like it would suck. Oh, it totally <laughs> suck.
Hey, funny thing happened. Funny thing happened to me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up? Hey, we got Ben Askren on the podcast. Uh, you're here with Jake Ellenberger hey, as well as man? comedian Russell Peters. Hello, Mr. Askren. What's going on, guys? So, Ben Askren, uh, one of my favorite fighters, or one of the best collegiate wrestlers of all time. Uh, won his last 94 uh, uh, wrestling match in a row, right? 94? Uh, 87, but I'll take 94. So I'll give you 94. <laughs> you could have you gotten a 94. You Eight, just stopped at 87. 87, yeah. two-time national champion, uh, Olympian wrestler, coming off his toughest fight uh, two weeks ago in 1FC. Uh, what happened in that fight? Well, you know, I, I would debate that it was my toughest fight because it wasn't really much of a fight at all. Uh, you know, we got in the cage. We scrapped around. I couldn't get a takedown. It went about two minutes. Um, and then I accidentally poked him in the eye. Not not even really what I thought was a bad eye poke. And then he refused to continue to fight. Do you do you think um he, you kind of broke him with that takedown, and he and he um, kind of wanted out? You know, everyone told me the scouting report on him was that he's gonna he's gonna go hard as shit for three minutes, but he's gonna gas out. Now that was the scouting report. We all know guys like that when we wrestled, they just go balls to the wall at the beginning of the contest, and then they, they you know they wear out as it goes on. So. um you know, I think he was wearing out, and uh, you know, I don't know why he decided not to continue because he was doing uh, pretty well to the point being. Um, and it, you know, it was my toughest fight for two minutes, but I think I fought much tougher guys. And and if I, I think if the fight did continue, it would have swung in my favor quite quickly. Now it seemed like um, it seemed like you weren't setting up your shot. I'm not a fighter, obviously. I'm just a guy. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, a fucking, yeah. I'm a fucking comedian. Uh, right? You're a fighter too. I'm, I'm, I'm a comedian. Uh, in the bar. Uh, but it seems like you were taking shots from a distance that you weren't really setting up that well. Was that on purpose, or were you just kind of were you were you kind of frustrated? Or tell us about those. Shoots. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, I'm not. I, I've never have been. Kind of will be the. The the prettiest looking fighter, or the guy who uses the best looking technique. That's just not me. And, and the plan for the fight was move forward and make him work hard because I'd heard yes. And um, so you know nothing about the fight was pretty, but uh, you know I stick in the plan. He wasn't he landed like a leg kick. He didn't really hit me in the head at all. So um, it was going to be effective even if it wasn't pretty. Were you were you surprised he was able to kind of throw you the way he was? No, everyone told me that was. Everyone told me he was gonna be really super strong for three minutes, and you know that was kind of <laughs> that was what I heard from everyone. So I kind of expected it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, it wasn't really. It wasn't too unexpected. It seemed like now. Do they test for steroids over there? I'm not. I'm yeah, not saying no. Awesome? No, they don't. And. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing you're thinking, buddy. Uh, <laughs> because I, I, was, I, was, like, I looked at that guy, and we're, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that guy looks like Hector Lombard uh, times four. I mean, this guy looked like... Well, he, yeah, I mean, they fight on the same team, and that team uh, has quite the reputation for uh, uh, vitamins. <laughs> for, yeah, because that guy... Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen anyone defend your double leg on any level like that. And I was like, Jesus. But it seemed like, in a way, were you embarrassed a little bit? And you were like, fuck, what's, what's going on right now? Or were you kind of like, all right, this is kind of fun. I'm not, I'm not going to panic. Did you yeah. panic at all? No, not, not panic. And uh, I mean, obviously, you want things to look nice when you're out there. But at the end of the day, the fight's chaotic. And if, uh, if the job gets done, then it works, even if it doesn't look good. And I mean, I, I remember showing, you know, after, like you said, talking about my success in college wrestling, I remember... I went to Arizona State, and there was a guy named Brian Snyder there who's an assistant coach with me. 
and uh, I had some DVDs, and one was like a highlight of me in college. Yeah. And uh, he said, hey, let me see that. And so I, I gave it to him, and uh, the next day he goes, I don't know how you were good. Everything he does <laughs> looks like looks like shit, but somehow it works. <laughs> and I said, well, that, that's the point, right, that it works. I don't really care how it looks. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that, that's why they call you the funk. I mean, that's why you're you're fucking throwing reverse cradles in national tournaments. Uh, mm-hmm. people, you know, most people are not doing what what you were doing to people. Um, but it it did seem like. Do you think maybe the other fights you've had in one FC were so easy for you? I mean, you were you were literally the fight before that. You threw like ninety punches in a row. Uh, do you, did, did you, were you kind of in a way maybe you're like you know what this is not the best competition for me I don't have to train as hard as I should looking back no I train just the way exactly way I train for every other fight I'm a professional um, he, he was better I mean he was better than those last couple guys that's for sure and so uh, there's no doubt about that but you know, like I said I think uh, I think every scouting player heard was that he was strong early and would fade and that's kind of what I was going for. And that's kind of what happened. I honestly think that he probably could have continued uh, as well. I mean, it was, you did, you did thumb him in the eye. I don't think it was intentional. I know it wasn't intentional. No, the, the last no, thing you are is a fucking cheater. I don't think uh, he wanted to fight anymore. Uh, it seemed like that guy, finally, you finally got a takedown with, a, with, a, with a, a body lock, and the guy was like, get me the fuck out of here. Because, yeah. you know. Uh, now, 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 Ben, a uh, couple things. Number one, congratulations on the uh, new baby. Thanks, appreciate it. Your wife, I met her in Vegas, is smoking hot. Just so you know, <laughs> you have a yeah, and you even got a few good jokes out of it. That was good. I appreciate that. No problem. Your wife is smoking hot now. Uh, how, how's training with CM Punk? Good, man. He's uh, you know, I've been gone. I just got back this Friday from a from Asia, and uh, so I haven't been around in a couple weeks. But he's good. Uh, he works hard. Good dude. Everything's good. You think he's going to actually win fights in the UFC? I think that's to be determined. I mean, obviously, winning fights in the UFC is winning fights at a high level, and he isn't in any fights. So, uh, man, there's a lot of a lot of work and skill and a little bit of luck that goes into winning fights in the UFC. So, I guess uh, you know we're going to see once he gets in there. Uh, it's not a very good endorsement. <laughs> no. Well. Hey, well, we'll see. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's honest. Ben, I got to ask you. I um, curious. What are your thoughts on the uh, on the, the fight with Pettis and, and Dos Anjos? Yeah, it was uh, man, it was disappointing. Obviously, I was there. I was in his corner, and yeah. uh, it wasn't how I envisioned the fight going. Um, but he got he got hit hard a few times in the first round, and I, I really think that that affected him the rest of the fight. What do you think of Bobby Green saying that Dos Anjos was on some stuff? And, uh, you know, might have been, uh, you know, I don't know. No, no comment. There's a lot of that stuff in MMA today. And, uh, I don't know. I think, I think we're going to find out a lot with these new testing policies coming in place. I think, and I said this before, I think what the new testing policies are in place. I think some guys are going to look like Superman because they weren't on anything the whole time. And, uh, and anyone who was on something, is going to start, uh, start, you know, looking like they're more human. Well, looking at your body, we know that you're on nothing. So that, that's <laughs> what did you say. I said, looking at you, we know you're not on anything. So that's <laughs> water, oxygen, and hard work, which is good. Which is good. Now, uh, now, Ben, before the fight, you were calling out Johnny Hendricks left and right on social media. Yeah, you were, yeah. Ca- you were you're calling Rory McDonald a, a, a big nerd. You said you would beat Rory with one hand behind your back. Do you still do you still back that up? 
sure, why not? I said, yeah, that's pretty crazy, but, you know, why not? <laughs> so you think you could beat Roy McDonald with one hand? I think you should Did use I really two. Did I say that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll go for it. Why not? Uh, and then, no, I think it was Mike Ricci you said also you could beat him with one hand. Oh, no, yeah, it was Mike Ricci I said because I could do like, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's in that. Go away. Uh, really? Yeah. You, don't, you don't like Ricci? Ricci? No. All right. So, okay. So, you versus Johnny Hendricks. By the way, I actually watched your college wrestling match against Johnny Hendricks. That was an awesome no, match. high school. High school. Oh, high school. That was a great match. A really close yeah, match. Yeah, it was a good match. That was a good match. So, how do you think you and Hendricks goes down? For real. Honestly. I mean, honestly, uh, it's... it's uh... He's going to stop a lot of takedowns, but I'm going to keep coming at him and coming at him, and I'm going to make him tired, and he's not going to hit me that much because I'm good or not getting hit. Sorry, I am doing an interview. I'll be right in. Oh, shoot. Hey, I got to I gotta go in one minute. Is okay. that cool, guys? Yeah, sure. No problem. I'm going to cut him, come at him like a honey badger, he's going to get tired, and then I'm going to beat his ass. All right. <laughs> and I got to run. Hey, Ben Asker, thanks for doing the All show, right, man. man. Thanks for coming on, Ben. All right. Thanks All right, a lot, man. guys. All right. Take care. Bye. All right, that was yeah, Ben Askren. I, dude, I've been an Askren fan <laughs> since he was wrestling in college, but uh, he—I think he would beat a lot of guys. I, th- I think he would. Uh, you know, he sees. You know, he obviously sees Hendricks and the success he's had, and, and uh, he thinks he can take the belt. So it would be interesting to see him in the UFC. Speaking of beating a lot of guys, uh, so right now we have Russell Peters with us. Oh, I uh, if you guys don't know who Russell Peters is, you're probably on a different planet. He's probably the most. I think no, you're the, if they're from a different planet, they'll know. You're the, you're, if they don't know who I am, they're probably from America. You're probably from America. <laughs> right. You kind of are the Klitschko of comedy. Right. Where well, you're, you're big everywhere oh, but the... Bo- U- really? Am I that boring? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you're better looking, yeah. But, uh, but I mean, like it's so funny because Russell Peters... I, I used to work cruise ships, uh, and, yeah. and there were a lot of Indians on the cruise ships. And I would say, I know Russell Peters. slave ships. And people them. looked at me like, Russell, like he's like the, the Elvis of, of, of India. Yeah, right, I mean, you are. Uh, I wouldn't uh, for Indian people. Not so much in India. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I managed to piss off a lot of people there. Really? I just, you know, sometimes I just don't censor what I say. Sometimes you can take off the headphones, by the way. Oh yeah, right. All right. So now, 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 now Russell Peters, by the oh, way. Oh my God, what happened to your ears? Those headphones fucked up Jake's ears. <laughs> Russell Peters. You had a reaction. Now, now I was trying to tell Jake who you were last night. I'm talking uh, that, to Fox about that. That, that you do. He does. He does forty thousand seat. Arenas? That is I would insane. say, uh, no, just the same size venues as UFC. So what, 20,000? Yes, yeah, 16 to 20. Years. 16, 20. And it's so funny because I'll be like, hey, Russ, want to do my podcast tomorrow? I'd be like, sorry, man, just doing a 20,000 seat arena and send me a picture of the crowd. I'm like, thanks, fucker, as I'm walking into the haha, uh, which, which is a great club. I like the haha. But, uh, so- you know, I've never performed at the haha. It's fun. I, uh, I really got to get down. It's a there good club. Day. Damon yeah. Wayne's there like every. I know night. he's there all the time. It's a good club. It's a good. It's a really good club. Is that where you got? <laughs> That's where I got into a fight with yeah. a comedian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speak. But can we talk about your fight with the heckler? Are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, or no? go ahead. So there was a guy. Heck, my, my my ex girlfriend used to work at the Laugh Factory, and uh-huh. there was a guy uh, that was heckling Russell Peters. And he had a bodyguard with him. So Russell goes, "I'm going to go off stage." And beat the shit out of you. Right? No, I did not say that. That's uh, not how it went at all. All right. All right. Oh, well, this is this is this this is, this was my he version. He was there that night. He was this high was, on. This is my version, right? Was that you said if you don't stop heckling, I'm gonna beat shit out of you. The guy was like, "Fuck you," blah 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 blah. So, the guy's waiting for his car afterwards. Russell walks up to him outside yeah, and just hits him with a fucking wrong. with a five piece combo. Was, the guy's gushing blood, and then you take off in the uh, in the fucking escape van or something. Is that kind of what happened? That is one hundred percent false and incorrect. Absolutely <laughs> false. Well, what happened? I was on stage, yeah. and there was uh, some guy talking shit, 
And he thought he was a badass because he had this big, bald, muscle head guy with him. And I'm like, and I had trained that day. I had I went I had boxed. I think I sparred six rounds that day too. So I was already in that. You know when you, yeah, when you're not doing there. it, it's it's not there. But when it shows up, it's there. It's fresh. And uh, and that day I had been working on. Uh, the fuck was that? Where I was working. Oh, it was it was it was uh, it was a it was oh, it was a jab and left hook and so it was like pop pop, and uh, anyway, so that day th- they start talking shit, not not like funny shit, just rude shit and like kind of racist, racist, and so I got very mad. And it, you're not you're not funny on stage if you're mad, right? Especially when you're genuinely mad. So I just put the mic down and I walked off stage. Uh, that was that's what I did. Right. And then the club came up and said, "Sorry, we kicked those guys out. They were causing problems all night." Told some chick to go fuck herself, and and uh, I said, "All right." But I was so heated, and I, so I waited about fifteen minutes, and I just stood there. But I just got more and more mad, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm leaving now." So I go to leave, and the big dude that was with him was standing at the end of the aisle at the Laugh Factory. The, he was a big yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. If I was not angry, I would not. I would. I wouldn't look at that guy. And I'm gonna fuck him up. In my head, I'm like, "Fuck that. That's a big dude." <laughs> right. But I was mad, and I see him standing at the end of the aisle. So as soon as I see him, I go pop right in his body, and then he dips down. Then I put him in a. You know, when you grab the gi on the inside and <laughs> yeah, tighten yeah. it up, I did one of those. Wow. Pop, 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 and pull him straight down. I go, "I'll choke the shit out of you." And he goes, "It was the other guy." Wow. <laughs> And I was like, what a bitch. Wow. And that was the bodyguard. Yeah, that was the bodyguard. Wow. So then I just let him. And then I I, I didn't think anything of it. I, I thought the other guy had gone. So right. I walk outside. The guy wasn't waiting for his car. He should have been gone. It's been 15 minutes. He's sitting at the front chair there. And I'm walking out. And I don't know. I I'm just, I walk out. I don't see the guy. I walk out. And he leans in, taps me on the shoulder. goes, hey. No oh. hard feelings, huh? With a smirk. And it's, it touched me. So I'm like, motherfucker. I went. Hit him with the right hand, but then it hit on the last two knuckles. Yeah. So it didn't hit the way you wanted it to. So, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you fo- so I followed up with a left hook right away, and his teeth went through my knuckle. Wow. Because instead of shooting a straight left hook, it kind of dipped down a little. So you knocked out, you beat up two guys at the Laugh Factory after your show. Yeah, it cost me a lot of money after. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, oh they, yeah. they like they sued you? Those charges? Yeah, not the big guy, the, the, the mouthy one. He was a lawyer, right? No, he's not a lawyer. Oh, he was a was douchebag a... who causes, causes problems and sues people. Ah. Uh... And I took the bait. Wow. Okay. Shit. So you had to, I was out of court settlement type yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, was your lawyer like, "What the fuck are you doing?" No, my lawyer was like, "I was." I explained it to my lawyer. He goes, "Look, you can you can fight it in court if you want. I, I, we understand the whole principle of it, but it's going to cost you way more." Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying with your lawyer, like, "What are you doing? Why are you fighting people?" No, he understood. He understood. I was. It was. You know. It was completely. Uh, by the way, Russell has hooked up with some of the hottest women I've ever seen in my life, just so you know. Really? None of these fighters girls, just for the record. Can we talk about one of the girls or no? Which one? The one that... <laughs> Which one? The one who's... Oh, yeah. You can talk about that. She's married now. Okay. So Russell uh, hooked up with... I, 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 went on, I went on tour with Sunny Leone, who uh, I don't know if you know her. She's like this like beautiful... Indian uh, adult film star. Now she's uh, a okay. Bollywood actress. But now she's this very Huge star in famous Indian. Bollywood actress. She hated me. Uh, now she didn't hate. Now no, she, she didn't hate me. She, she liked me, but she was just she was a little full of herself back then. Yeah, probably. Huh? And uh, and then Russell dated her. You 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 got the the, the creme de la creme. Of... I've uh, cremed on some of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've cremed uh, on a lot of de la cremes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you're fighting, you're doing comedy, you're dating at Bollywood stars. So wait, I have, to, I have a confession for Jake Ellenberger. What's I was that? Very, I, was, I was very mad at you. 
uh, at one point. Okay. I was good friends. I am good friends with Jake Shields. And when you beat him up, I was like, come oh, on, gotcha. man. Gotcha. Come on, Jake. <laughs> that was quick, too. It was quick. It was bad. It was a bad time for both for Jake yeah. as well. You know? I, 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 definitely... I was like, you could have taken the L, you know, to help a brother out. <laughs> and are you, are you friends with a lot of guys. You're friends with Kung Lee. Kung's a very good friend of mine. Uh, uh, um, uh, um, big Country. I was with him on the weekend. I had dinner on Friday night with Big Country and Buddy McGirt, and neither one of them knew who each other were. Really? Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you get any food uh, eating with those yeah, guys? Yeah, no, no. It was like 18 of us. Because <laughs> Buddy McGirt was like, hey, Russ, is it okay if I, if I bring my, uh, a couple of my friends? I go, yeah, sure. And like fucking six people come with Buddy. I'm like, come on, dude. Were you at the fight? I went to the fight, yeah. Okay. So what did you think of the fight being there? The fight went exactly how I said the fight would go yeah. when people asked me about it about three, four years ago. I said it will not be an entertaining fight. It will be a snore fest. Because Floyd's going to move and Manny's going to chase and he's not going to be able to hit Floyd. And I, 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 like, I don't know what people thought Floyd was going to go and mix it up with Manny for. Like, yeah. th- that, that, why take yourself out of your own game plan? Manny's the one that took himself out of his game plan but, and, and tried to fight Floyd's fight. But don't you think Manny kind of lost a step as far as the old Manny that we saw against Morales and Barrera and even, you know, some of the – even Dan no, against De La Hoya? Or- it's, you know what it is? It's that – he, yeah, I mean, you get old. You can get old overnight. I don't. I wouldn't say he got old, but his ferocity's fight, gone. Yeah, his ferocity's time. gone. That's his ferocity's gone. His desire, his hunger. He's got way too many other things going on in life. Right. When you get that many things yeah. going on, you lose focus, and that, and and then the fight becomes secondary. I also think um, Floyd is more concerned about money than he was with Manny. Yeah. Uh, that whole ticket fiasco for this thing was in, was insane. What do you mean by that? Well, tickets didn't go on sale till less, uh, just over a week before the fight. Right. And they only released 500 to the public. I mean, what kind of dumb shit is that? <laughs> and I, I mean, I had great seats. I, you actually t- uh, took me to a fight with you. We went, went to go see Amir Khan. Uh, oh, yeah, when he fought Garcia. Fought Garcia, uh, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. R- Russell's like, hey. Here, what- here's what you need to know about me, Jake. If you have a fight coming up mm-hmm. and you want to guarantee you will lose, have me tweet about it. <laughs> go see my boy Jake's going to be fighting, and yeah. then it just go. It turns to shit. No, after. no, not against Garcia. He told t- t- me the one he fought some other guy. It was it was it was out, out here. It was like in. Uh, oh, that's right. When he fought or or uh, he, Carlos. Uh, yeah, he won that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was. Uh, but Russell's like, hey, want to go to a boxing match? I go, sure, man. So I go with Russell and uh, someone else to a boxing match. I forgot who it was. It was him. Was it? No, it wasn't you. At the Coliseum, but then Russell's like, "Hey, all right, your seats are up there." <laughs> and was the point, Paul, wasn't Ruben Paul, Paul with us too? I think it was like it was so. No, it was uh, Cisco. You oh, go, your seats Cisco. are your seats yeah, yeah, are up he there, there. He was there too, and I'm going to sit next to it. So I'm like, "Oh, thanks, Russ. I'm happy that I, I went, but I was going to sit with Russell. I'm sitting like in the very top." Yeah, yeah, he like, was there. He was there that fight. Yeah, yeah it was fun though. Was, now I think you think if if Khan wins his next fight, he'll fight Mayweather for his last fight. I mean, that would be a great. Fight for both of them. I think I see Khan, as despite what people say about his chin and what have you, I think it'd be a great fight. You think he could beat Mayweather? I think he's got the style because he's, he's faster. Style, he got the style that can give Mayweather problems. He's not coming in just swinging Straight haymakers. In. He's he's, yeah. he's he's moving and he's he's boxing with you, but he can box. That's his game. I heard he used to beat Pacquiao in sparring. Is that true? I, I've heard uh, stories. I've heard he's given Pacquiao a hard time, and you know Pacquiao has you know. A, one style and it's kind of it used to be chaos Tech. and now it's now he can't maintain that pace anymore so mm. he's trying to box now and that's just the you're not a boxer you're right. a fighter right 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 now you've hung out with uh lennox lewis right i've known lennox for 30 years since i was 15 
And then, uh, check, the <laughs> who, 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 who some other guys? You, I started boxing when you were born. 85, you were born? Yep. I started boxing in 85. Really? <laughs> yeah. But then you compete in the Golden Gloves? Or? No, we don't have Golden Gloves in Canada. Uh, what do you have? Uh, we have uh, <laughs> free health care. So. <laughs> <laughs> free health. Nah. Now, now, there are times that you've, uh, you've been critical of the UFC. Like, I have, absolutely. Like you, because you, I'm a fan. I, I'm critical because I love it. It's not like I'm a, a hater being a critical right. guy with it. It's a hard it, – it, I always say the UFC is hard for the fans. I'm a fan, and it's hard for me to keep up with who's who and what's what. Uh, you know, they bought out all the competition, and they disintegrated it. What they should have done – Well, not really. Bellator is pretty competitive. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm saying when you bought – when they bought Pride, they should have kept Pride and kept it as – they could have used Pride as their UFC fight night. But it was so it was kind of corrupt over there. It was. I know, but they're buying it, fixing it. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, buying it, and fixing it. Right. Like, like what they did with Ultimate Fighting Championship. You know. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but that they, they could have put their secondary market in there if they wanted, and they could have made the. It could have been Pride Fight Night, as opposed to UFC Fight Night. And then UFC gets the UFC one eighty. But they didn't. So how? What, what? What can they do now? Do you think? Well, I think they've. Russell Russell uh, Peters is now uh, in charge. Here's of the what UFC. I think they need to do. They need to cut down on the amount of cards they put out, and uh, and really. Make a, 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 a solid effort to make people understand that this is a fight night, that this is a, a, a tight, like a UFC 187 or whatever it is. And what's the other one? There's another one after. There's another level of them, isn't there? UFC on Fox. Yeah, there's all like there's UFC on Spike, UFC on Fox. <laughs> there's so many things, and then they they're always rerunning them every night. The problem also though is that you have now you have so many good fighters. Like, yeah, before, that's, that's before not really that, a problem. No, it's not a problem, but like the it, cards are they, great. But now. if they cut down on the fight nights and this, you get these guys like Colby Covington. You get some of these guys like uh, I don't know, uh, you know, an Algernon Sterling or some of these guys who aren't popular, but they they have nowhere to fight. You're giving these guys a, a chance to kind of to be to be seen, right? Well, then you get, you got to change some. You got to make something uh, stand out that that says that UFC 180, whatever it is, it, like. It, just adding a number to it isn't enough anymore. Like mm-hmm. you've got to make. Jake, it- you're in the UFC. What do you think? Well, I think I think they're doing a good job as far as making it global. You know, expanding to. Yeah, markets. no, that 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 they're doing a fantastic job. But of I, flooding it. I, I do agree. It, it is a little much. It may, it may be lose creating a little bit of disinterest with like a lot of the fans. Well, yeah, but- because there's you know the real fans. There's the real fans, and then there's the people who just watch it. And it's always on on Fox every night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not on every it, night. It is every night. On, on Fox Sports 1, you mean? Yeah. Like, there's reruns of fights, like yeah, yeah. UFC, whatever they call it. A reloaded or something. Yeah, 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 like all that type of shit. And so you don't know, and you're like, and they don't really give you any description at the bottom, like May 2010. Or, like, <laughs> so it's people just, think that it's actually Yeah, so you're like, fighting. is this an old fight, a new fight? I'm right. like, and there's so many fights to miss that you're like, well, I don't know which one this it's, is. It's an interesting problem. I mean, I understand what you're saying. About it being oversaturated, you know, the problem is is that if you only have the names on, then the younger guys kind of get screwed. I, no, I but I, think- I I also think that they need to make it more about the fighters' names as opposed to the UFC name. We already know it's UFC. Now make it about. You know, make it like you know. They need to do a better job of 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 building up some of these young guys because, like I said, we'll have a guy on the on the 
on podcast will be like a three-time national champion in college. He's a second-degree black belt. He's a, 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 a judo star in jiu-jitsu. And he's got 2,000 followers on Twitter. And, yeah. and, and no one knows who the fuck this guy is. Like, like, I know who he is, and I'm yeah. excited about him. But literally, mm-hmm. he's right now he's working a AAA. Or, he, or he's – I mean, literally, he's working a AAA. And there's no other sport that has that. There's not a guy in the NBA who's an assistant – you know, substitute teacher right now at PS 144. And, and that's what kind of sucks well, about it. O'Reilly's front desk, yeah. There's got to be yeah. a better, I mean, there's no reason that a, a professional athlete yeah, once, should have to be a part time trainer. Once you're in UFC, you're not allowed to fight anywhere else. Mm-hmm. See that? Exclusive, yeah. See, that's kind of good and bad at the same time. No, that would be terrible. I mean, say a guy goes over to, you know, a guy goes over and loses in one FC to a guy that's over there. And then he comes back in the UFC and he's got a win. Then it, it, it kind of diminishes the brand of that fight. I, I know, but there should be some sort of uh, almost like a WBC, WBA type of thing where, okay, you became a champion there. You may not be able to challenge our champion, but you can definitely challenge somebody in our top ten if you want to get in here. What Which do you think? they sometimes do and sometimes they don't because they just too much beef going on, too much <laughs> fucking dumb politics, like egos getting involved. But it's way better than boxing. I mean, like no, we were like, no, come on, no, I'm, no, I'm saying the politics of I it. I will choke Jake the, out. The, I tell you that the politics of it. <laughs> I mean, I run. I mean, <laughs> for example, like uh, that, that that heavyweight right now, who's 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 Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder. People are calling him the the, the people are saying he's the champ. Like, uh, he, I don't. I don't. I, I like Deontay Wilder. But it doesn't feel like the champ to me. How is he the champ when Klitschko's like? Yeah, how is he? How no, can you? He, he's how you, a title holder. How do you have the number he's five? How are you ranked exactly, fifth in yeah. your in your division and you're the champ? Uh, that, that that makes no he, sense. He's got a title. He's not. You know. And, but that's what boxing is. There's a bunch of guys that they're 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 eleven and four and they have belts. But bo- here's the thing with boxing. It goes in. Uh, it, it looks like a, a fucking. Like a lie detector, you know, it just goes up and down all the time. And and you, you can go back historically and look at it. Muhammad Ali, it was up. Then it, Muhammad Ali retires, and then Larry Holmes was champ for seven years, and it still died. And then Mike Tyson, it was back up, and then Mike Tyson retires and went down. And then it's Mayweather, and it's back up, and now it's it's got nowhere to go but down right now. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. We have great fighters coming up. We have GGG and Triple G, and there's there's a lot of good bangers out there. But it doesn't matter. They're they're, they're not going to be able to follow that, and so it's going to dip back down. And but then UFC will come back up, and then boxing will find a star, and it'll come back up. Here's the problem with boxing. Uh, another problem with boxing. You got a guy Andre Ward, mm-hmm. who's an Olympic <clears throat> gold medalist. Yeah. Undefeated. Yeah. Won that Showtime tournament. Yeah. Has not fought in three years because of managerial con. Uh, he fought contra- last year. He fought last year one time in three years. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in the UFC. No, I, I know. I, I don't like all that dumb shit. I saw Andre Ward the other night, matter of fact. Was he at your table? No, no. He was just standing nearby. Mm. Um, By the way, uh, so uh, I asked Ruben, uh, Ruben Paul is on tour with you, Mm -hmm. uh, how much residual pussy gets at your shows. (laughs) And he he was saying not much. He he, he, he was saying that it's all conservative Indian girls. They all go for you. And and they don't really like black people. That's true? What's up with that? Um... (laughs) Well, you know, you know he's he's got a situation that he so he behaves himself. Oh, uh, you know, and uh, so he's good. Now, are yeah, you a, yeah. are you single or, or no? Um, so when's your next fight? Uh, you know, I, I'm thinking in July. Do you need yeah. me in your corner? Are you good? Yeah, I might. You got I might. this. I'll hit you up. 
with and you. by the way, walking out with like the UFC, you're not allowed to just walk out with people. What's up with Justin Bieber and Jimmy Kimmel and, and taking selfies? Well, on Jimmy the way Kimmel was funny. That was pretty funny. That was the best, one of the better parts of the fight. Yeah. Did it, you it, see that one meme where uh, Jamie Foxx said the real fight was between Jamie Foxx and the National? That Olympics? was awful. That was awful. <laughs> oh, by the way, you got in some kind of heat recently with your uh, comments over the guy from the Daily Show. <laughs> but then you said you were kidding. Yeah. Were you kidding? Yeah, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that yeah. guy, so that guy didn't steal a joke from you. Eh, no. You know, I don't, I don't. No, we're friends. <laughs> All right, okay, that's good. That's thanks, Russell. That's what's his name again? The guy Noah, Noah, the guy, the new host of the Daily Show. Noah's Ark. Noah's. You don't know. No one Noah's knows. Ark. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? No. Trevor Noah, yes. So you and Trevor, that was a joke. It was a big yeah. Prank. It was. It was just. A, it was just to see how much the media would fucking jump on him, really. Uh, and they did. It, oh yeah, they did. It blew I, up. I just wanted. I, I told him. I said, "Watch. You want to. You want to see how racist America is." Really? Yeah. Watch. I said, "Watch." And I, you know, we didn't do it. I did it more jokingly because I was in Singapore. Right. I'm, I'm doing an interview in Singapore. I'm like, what? Who's gonna see this? <laughs> who's gonna watch this anyway? See, I don't know what channel this is on. How is fucking America gonna find this? And then it did, and I was like, this is dumb. My dad was so proud of you for doing that. And then when, he, when my dad's like, good, because my dad thinks he, he, he said something about Jews, and my dad thinks everyone hates the Jews. Well, so not everyone. My, my dad's convinced that every, right, everyone hates Jews. So he's like, you know, that Russell Peters got a lot of balls, man. You know, <laughs> he, he went after this guy who was an anti-Semite. And then, he, and then I go, I, I looked at your Twitter feed, and it said, you said you were kidding. And my dad, he said he was kidding. He goes, he wasn't kidding. He's just being nice now. You tell Russell Peters. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was funny. It was, I, you know, funny. Elon Gold uh, one night <laughs> says, he goes, hey, you're anti-Semitic. I go, nah, that's not true. I have a lot of Arab friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so I, wanna, Ru- I, wanna, I was going to ask uh, Russell. I was going to see your opinion because we were talking about the whole, the whole Mayweather fight before, before mm-hmm. you got here. But um, <clears throat> and how much has changed because I had said something. I said like – the boys in the '80s, you know, they they really put on the line. Those are the best era. Of boxing. Yeah, they they the, were they were fighters. The, yeah, like like the Hearn, you know, the Hearns and the, and the those Hagler guys cared. And, and it's just different different style. It's like I, people got all offended and bent out of shape. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not I'm not knocking Floyd. You know, I'm not knocking his skill. He's he's unbelievable fighter, but it's not the same. You know, what I, mean? I was just yeah, no, there's a, it's <clears throat> he fights with his brain. Those guys fought with their heart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is, I guess, smarter in the long run. In the longevity, I mean, sure. Financially, it's working out for him. <clears throat> but who would have won, do you think? Mayweather in his prime or Duran in his prime? Uh, Mayweather would have. Uh, he would have been fine against Duran. Really? I think. Uh, the Duran that beat Leonard the first time? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it would have been fine. I think Hearns would have given. Mayweather problems? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hearns would have, Hearns would have spanked him. He would have he beat him. Oh, fuck yeah. Look at the size of Hearns. Pernell Whitaker? Pernell Whitaker. I, I don't know who would have hit anybody in that fight. <laughs> <laughs> they both would have been rolling on the ropes the whole time. Pernell was a defensive genius. Pernell yeah. made – see, Floyd rolls and does all that funky shit. Um, but Pernell made it look slick. He did like – think. remember when he crouched – I remember him crouching right down to the ground, avoiding punches. I was like, damn. Chavez Sr. against Mayweather. Yes, Chavez would have, would have taken it to him. Chavez would have walked right through him. Really? Yeah. Because let's be honest, Mayweather's not a big puncher. Hasn't been in a long time. Uh, I have a friend who fought him who uh, said probably one of the lightest punchers I've ever felt. Who's that? I don't want to blow up his Because, you know, he's okay. Yeah, get, you, know guys. Yeah. you know this, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. But he's smart. He's a businessman. Yeah. But I heard yeah. that, like, Zab Judah dropped him in sparring. 
for, 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 the, for this camp. That was the word going out. I, I never heard that, but yeah, that Ju- Judah dropped him, and then uh, and then he, and then Mayweather came back and just beat him up. That was the that was the rumors that were circulating. There was a lot of rumors circulating. <clears throat> there was a lot of rumors that Mayweather was beating up his sparring opponents and and leaving guys bloody in the dust. And then you know you watch the fight, and you're like, I, and that women, I, 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 I don't see that. <laughs> hey, sometimes you so, know, is it really abuse or is it just old school? <laughs> You're right. Oh, so <laughs> thanks. I was Russell. watching a movie from the seventies, and the husband was like, "Get over here, or I'll hit you." To the woman, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Or even like the honeymooners to the moon, you know, yeah. like to the moon. I'll, I'll hit you to the moon. Versus like <laughs> that would never happen. You can never hit a girl to the moon anymore, or even even threaten it. Uh, now, Jake, mm-hmm. you want to fight on the one eighty seven card, right? No, one eighty nine card. Yeah, that's the we McGregor were, card, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the last day I talked to to Dana. They were they were looking for an opponent for that card. So, so who what are you waiting? What do you weigh now? What do I weigh right now? One seventy. What are you walking around? On? Oh, walking around now. One ninety. One ninety five. Damn. Yeah. So you you want to get back down to one seventy? Yeah, well, I'm walking around one eighty four. One eighty five. Jake, by the way, is a former marine. I know. I know uh, all about him. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was from Omaha, Nebraska, though. From Omaha, Nebraska, has a baby on the way. Yeah. Nice. You don't look pregnant, but you're pregnant. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Congrats for thank first you. one that you know of. Yes, first one. Girlfriend or wife? Did you see his fight against Koscheck? Oh, I, I did see that. I was very happy with he, that. He, well, you don't like Koscheck? No. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know the guy, but you know, I've never been a fan of his. Yeah, yeah he's t- he's a tough guy to like. Yeah, he's a tough guy to like. And then you know, I, I, I you know, I hang around a lot of the blacks, so I get confused when I look at him. Because <laughs> I'm like, is this? He looks like the uh, the Marx brother that doesn't speak. Yeah, yeah. He, does, he does look like Harpo Marx. <laughs> old reference. That was one of the best nights I had. When I remember I, I watched uh, at your house. Uh, it was De La Hoya against <clears throat> Mayorga. It was a great fight. Uh, it was me, you, Adam Carolla, and uh, David Allen Greer. Yeah, uh, watching that and Yoshi. Yeah, uh, we're all watching that fight. And then Yoshi gave everyone porn. That sounds yeah. like, that sounds right. That was about uh, two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah. And I remember people had money on Mayorga. And then it was just it didn't go well for him. That he was one of the craziest fighters I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and Vernon Forrest was one of my best friends. Really? Who lost to Mayorga? What always he used to tell me all the time, man. If I have a rematch, I want to kill him. I go, oh, you want to beat him up? Because no, no, I want to fucking kill him in the ring. I want him dead. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Vernon Forrest is a bad dude. Yeah, Vernon. Vernon was Vernon was my dude, man. I was at the fight when he beat Mosley. <clears throat> I was at the Garden when that oh, yeah? happened. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. Did who are your twice. Who are your favorite boxers of all time? Jack yeah. Johnson. My favorite. Yeah. Well, you, when you were a kid growing up, you used to watch him, right? Yeah, my dad used to. My no, my dad used to. Well, I am old. My dad used to. Uh, he used to show me him and stuff, and, and made me understand it. My dad's favorite fighter was Robinson and 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 Lewis, but mine was Jack Johnson because I just like people that have that mouth about them and then back it up. Yeah, who's your favorite boxer? Um, I like I like Duran a lot. I like his style. Um, just of all time. I mean, even Triple G. He's, he's a fun guy. Is to Triple watch G now. as good as everyone? And there's word that he's knocking out heavyweights and sparring. I've heard, I've heard I've heard from um, like Edmund Torrey. He's 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 good friends with Abel Sanchez's trainer, and then he says the same thing. He says he's they're they're having trouble finding guys for him to spar. And because he fight, doesn't look like but, a banger, well, he doesn't he look like looks, he doesn't look like a hitter either. But <clears> he's, yeah, he just looks like a nice guy. Yeah. And then, and then when you hear him talk, you're like, oh, this guy can't beat up anybody. <laughs> yeah. Max, listen to me. Max, look. Look, I respect him very much. Max. I, Max, good. listen. Max, like look fight. at me. Look at him. Look at you. Look at us. <laughs> listen, Max. 
I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, are his gloves loaded, or he just hits that hard? He man. hits hard, apparently. He does not look like a banger. He does yeah, not look like he yeah. hits hard at it's all. It's unbelievable. He doesn't have like big forearms, big legs, nothing. You're like, where's his power had, coming yeah, from? He had like 340 amateur fights, right. something crazy like yeah. that. Like he was like 315. What's well, Kazakhstan? Right? Is that where he's from? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The, the, these old, uh, like that whole Soviet uh, area, even like uh, Moldova and Kazakhstan and uh, Kazakhstan, uh, Kazakhstan and. <laughs> Good old Kazakhstown, uh, man. And uh, where uh, Khabib is from. Where's, where's Khabib, Khabib from? Khabib Namagurian. Yeah, yeah, who just pulled out of his fight. I was so pissed against Cerrone. I know. I, I was looking forward to did that Did he fight. pull out or he, did he? He got hurt. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what, Khabib? That sucks because that guy has never lost a minute of any of his fights. Not, he used to fight bears as a kid. There's video of him fighting against bears. Well, as, a, as a baby, his father would put him in wrestling bears. And well, you know, there's not a lot of toys. <laughs> and like, they really misunderstood. Tough, they really misunderstood. I wanted a teddy bear. Yeah, times are tough. You gotta do. You gotta do. You could, Wait, you could never have that in America. You couldn't have a baby, uh, a four year old, wrestle a bear, and not have like ninety yeah. uh, parenting groups having. I, I get, I get mad when my daughter's cat tries to bite her, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, don't, don't fucking bite my daughter. No, there's a video, and it's a video of him wrestling a bear in numerous stages of his childhood. <laughs> so like a four year old, six year old, but these were appropriate. Size bears. Uh, yeah, they were little bears. But yeah. th- th- this isn't like Ultimate Fighting Championship where you'd fight a bear at any size. This is UFC where <laughs> it was more. It's still a bear, yeah. and, and this guy, this guy, regulation. and yeah. his father was a world champ sambo guy. He and I honestly, I think he would have taken apart Cerrone. I, I, you can never. I would love to watch that. I just, I, I worry about Cerrone because he fights so fucking frequently, I know, dude. I know. He fought on uh, on, the, on the John Jones card, and then two weeks later he fought again. I'm like, what are you doing? And I thought, I thought Benz had won that the second fight. But Cerrone, you can never count him out of a fight. And I know that John Dodson said he was going to out-wrestle Khabib, which I think would have been really hard for him to do that. Not unless John Dobson's part Is bear. John Dodson? John Dodson said that Cerrone was going to out-wrestle. Oh, I thought he said he no, no, was. Said that, yeah, I was going to say, say, John Dodson, wouldn't he reach Cerrone's knees or something? Yeah, no, he said that Cerrone was, was going to out-wrestle Khabib. The, and the I don't tree, think anyone – Khabib beat Dos Anjos every minute of, of that fight. I mean, he destroyed. He took him down eighty times in that fight. The problem with Khabib, like I talked to Rogan about that, mm-hmm. is that he got a serious leg injury, and and he's one of these tough guys yeah. that doesn't yeah. rest. And then Dana White says, I don't know what they're doing over at AKA, but they're all getting hurt. And I hate Wait, to say it, but it's it's tough to see how guys coming back from through injury. It's it's you know what I mean. So, some injuries you're never the same. So it, we'll see how. It- well, but you look at AKA, right? You got Kane hurt, mm-hmm. uh, Khabib hurt. Uh, who else is Cormier's there? Cormier, Cormier's, he's okay and Luke's okay. There was a couple other guys who said he said that that gym they just bang too hard. I mean, you've been to you've been to ten gyms, right? I you were you were bang in the gym. You were at Pat, right? You don't bang in the gym, but yeah, you were you're you, not gonna get a chick pregnant in there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were at Pat Melitich's gym. You yeah. were at uh, Rain, which is which just closed. Yeah, Team Quest. Mm-hmm. You were at Glendale GFC. Uh, what and you Where were are at you now? Team, and you were. At, you were, I'm, here, I'm still here, I'm still in LA. And, and you were at Kings. What gym do you think had the craziest sparring for you? Kings, by far. Really? Yeah, sparring wise. Well, it's it's just. I mean, it, you got to be smart. It, this <laughs> this sport, you have such a small window to it, and we're just talking about longevity. It's like you get you, you got to be smart. And some guys will spar anybody who who you know like like it's an ego contest. Like it's just like there's just a lot of. Well, sparring. I, I don't understand when people go too hard in sparring. I'm like, you know, you're not in a fight, right? <laughs> yeah, there's you nothing. You know, you're just approved. trying to work things out. But when you're 20, yeah. you don't realize it. Now, are you like, sparring with with uh, four ounce gloves? Or are you sparring with, with no 16 16 yeah. ounce gloves? I yeah. spar with 18s. 
Yeah. Because I, I do. Oh, really? I get sore knuckles and, uh, my, and I wrap the shit out of my wrist because mm-hmm. my wrists fucking bend. But yeah, you're sparring just all striking? <clears throat> no, MMA too, yeah. I mean, so how, how are you MMA. finishing moves with, with, with 16 on clothes? No, well, you we, should we see would his gable do, grip. It's amazing <laughs> in 16 on clothes. <laughs> we would do MMA sparring though in big lows. You know, it's hard to take down, hard to control, and that's the point, you know. But that would be one day a week, but it, it would be. MMA sparring, but but, you, but I thought back in the day when you were when we had Jens Pulver on and the Team Militus days, you guys it was it was like Fight Club over there. So was, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, their Wednesday night sparring. Yeah, you're saying they, Kings is harder than that. Well, th- that was like right when I started training too. I wasn't jumping in with Jens Pulver and Spencer Fisher, you know, like on Wednesday nights. But it, it was they. I mean, you would literally watch them knock a guy out, and another guy would come in, and they would get knocked out, and you're just like, <laughs> it, it was it was a killer room. It was, you know, Robbie was there. It was. And that's just when I started my career. So it was like I'm still, you know, I'm still in phase one, learning how to strike, not not sparring. I'm mean, sparring, but with guys that are also at the same level as me. So but. when, when you're watching Dos Anjos, you you said Dos Anjos was was going to beat Benson. You said he was going to kill Pettis. Yeah. So you yeah. knew from watching him at Kings, this guy's not going to be beat for a while. Yeah, I mean, I just I I, I picked him to win just because I, I see his work ethic and I see, you know, it's it's hard for he he. A guy to beat him, it would take a very good offensive wrestler, somebody like Khabib. Um, and at the same time, Dos Anjos, he's he's good on the ground and, he, and he's got good offensive wrestling. But uh, it's going to take a certain style to to beat him. But I think he keeps getting better, and, and he's got the the work ethic. Russell, have you ever sparred against any pros? Uh, yeah. Who? Well, there was a one time when I was shit. Isn't it late eighties? I would say there was a heavyweight in my gym. I was one forty seven. Don't envy it. I. Uh, <laughs> I think at that time I might have been 150, 155 at the most, but uh, his his sparring didn't show. <laughs> the heavyweight, <laughs> the heavyweight, and he was a big Jamaican guy, Larry. He was, and he was wasn't a bright guy. Larry Donald? Uh, no, uh, I forgot Larry's last name, but he. No, <laughs> I remember Larry Donald, but no, not Larry Donald. He got so my coach just goes, "Hey, Russell, Larry's Larry's sparring didn't show up." I go, that's too bad. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, uh, just go in the ring with him. I go, and what do you want me to do? Because nothing. He's going to work on defense. So just throw punches at him. And he's not going to hit you. He's, he knows better. And I'm like, are you sure? And I go, Larry, are you going to hit me? Uh, don't worry, man. Don't worry. <laughs> and, and you know, I'm, I must have been 18, 19. I, I'm feeling myself a little bit because I'm getting off on this guy a little bit. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, Larry, fucking bam. I'm not, obviously, my shit's not hurting him at all. Right. But I, I have a mouth on me, so I'm talking shit while yeah. I'm doing it. And then I just I, – I think I just left an opening and he just let me know by hitting me in the body. Yeah. That yeah. happened to me one time in, in, in boxing. Yeah. I, 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 just, I just took a knee and I was like, all right, that's enough. That's good. That's I, good. I, I went good. to boxing class at New York Sports Club and I'm going with the trainer. I'm like, I'm like I have no technique. I'm just throwing fucking haymakers and mm-hmm. he's letting me do, go off. And then I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm getting pretty good, right? And he went – and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, that's, that was, that's, that's what they do to you in boxing. When, <laughs> any, I think any fight sport when you start to – Get a little ahead of yourself. They remind you. They go. I go. Whoa! This is not. This is this is why I'm a fighter and you're training. <laughs> this is why you're yeah. at the New York Sports. Yeah, I, I I just train. I have people. Say, Did you fight? I go. No, nah, I trained a little bit. It's funny I'm... growing up too. I I, I uh, trained a lot with Terrence Crawford, buddy. He, oh, yeah. he's a stud. And and it's funny because like I seen him like when he was real young. Like he he grew up in a boxing gym and and from a real like poor neighborhood, no money. I mean, in the box. And I know his, his first couple of trainers really well, and and I worked with them. But uh, it's just see the progression, you know. Like even even sparring, you know, he kind of just play with you. But then when it's when they when they turn it on, you're like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no idea how good these guys. Who, are who was that guy, Jake? There was a guy you told me the story about some guy that was a college wrestler. 
that was convinced he could take you down at rain. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and people were pay, placing bets, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he, what happened? Well, this guy at his at his job, he was telling everybody that he he, he could take me down. And, and he had wrestled. <laughs> I don't know, he's like, I've had over 100 freestyle and Greco matches, this and that. And so he convinced like a, 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 this big group of people at his at his work that he, he could take me down. And, and so we you know we had a lot of mutual friends. It's like yeah come, you know come to rain we, we can we can we can do we can wrestle do whatever. And and so he came in and he brought like an entourage. It was like <laughs> all these people come into the gym and they had already I didn't know this but before they'd already made all these wagers. Like a couple guys they're betting like a couple hundred bucks here and there. Like like that this guy was going to take me down. And some guys were like no no fucking way. And it, it was but. I mean, I, I didn't. You just killed him. Yeah, it wasn't even close. But it was just, it was, it was fun. You know what I mean? Like, it's I like the Jake, guys that come up to. I just wanted. Jake just is the most modest him, fucking guy. It was like so. There's, there's a guy named Pele, right? An old school fighter named. Pele. I remember Pele. Yeah, so Jake knocked him out in seven seconds, right? I do remember. Uh, this. So Pele has a fight coming up, and I go, Jake. Uh, I, I I didn't know Jake knocked him out in seven seconds. I'm like, Jake, have you ever heard this guy Pele? Have you heard of Pele? He's like, yeah, I heard of him. Uh, who do you think's going to win? Well, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't tell me he knocked him out in seven seconds. I remember like, that guy, Pele. Like, why do you not, like, <laughs> let me know I fought him? Like, it's way too know, way know. too modest for his own good. <laughs> oh, I, Jacob, Stephen, <laughs> or is it Andrew? Whatever. <laughs> Andrew, no. Uh, before we leave, there was, there was, there was one other thing. Uh, uh, I forgot what it was. I'll, I'll, I'll remember it next week. You know, it's, it's like it's like when people come up to you on the street and they go, I'm funnier than you. Uh, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, okay. Well, then you go be funnier than me. I'll just be richer than you. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, by the way, do you, have, do you have pressure, though, like when you sell out 20,000-seat theaters to come you, up with new yeah, stuff all it. the time? I, well, your tour has to be, you know, you, you, you write your new act, and that's your tour. And then when you finished, when you've recorded it, that's it. It goes away, and you got to write a new act. Yeah, but is there pressure though? Like to have you have such a high <clears throat> to keep up that that. that yeah, level? I mean, I got to maintain it. I mean, I'm I, I've, I'm on my fourth arena tour. That's so fourth hour. It's four, yeah, four different sets of doing arenas. So, you know, some guys got one run out of an arena tour, and uh, some and and I've been lucky, enough, and some guys are lucky enough to get two. Yeah, yeah. And I'm. I don't know how the fuck I'm on my fourth, but I am, and <laughs> I'm not going to ask anybody to not come anymore. Yeah. Well, listen, Russell, man, uh, you have no idea how much it means that you came on the podcast. I, I mean, apologize that I was late. That's okay. Uh, Mellenberger told me <laughs> the wrong directions, and uh, and also, uh, you always help me with the MMA roasted tweets. Thank you. <clears throat> Thanks for tweeting Anytime. that out, and and then be. And you know, I'm a fan of this stuff too, right? Yeah, so yeah. When you said Ellenberger, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> as a fan, I was geeked out. You know. <laughs> So so Jake, uh, uh, so who do you want to fight? Give me give me three guys you want to fight. I can't make weight, so just strike me off that <laughs> list. <laughs> give me three guys you're looking forward Adam, to. Fight. You always do this. Yes. Anybody in 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 the top ten? Anybody? Matt Brown. Yeah, Brown Woodley. I don't care. One of those guys. You, you didn't Hendricks. mean me when you said Brown, right? You're <laughs> not, you're not the Brown guy. Not Brown, yeah. Brown, I'll take Brown. Hey, fuck you. Matt Brown look at, Woodley. Look at you. Anyone? Yeah. Any, anyone out there? Jake needs a fight in July. Uh, 11 it's, for UFC yeah, it's in the works. Hopefully it'll be in the next couple of days. We'll Why don't you just out. fight a 185 then? Fuck it. I will. I'll fight an 85. Wait, really? Yeah, why not? It's an easier way no, to make. Won't. I wouldn't have to, exactly. I wouldn't have to cut that much. You're too, you're too small for 85. No. <clears throat> Come on. I'm faster, Adam. That's a good point. Faster. Now, uh, that is our podcast. I want, by the again, I want to thank uh, our sponsors, uh, RemoveItRestoration.com. That's, that's the website, Remove It Restoration. 
if your business has been vandalized, if people Gang came banged. to your place, if gang members have destroyed your business, call the professionals. Where, where, they remove. Where the fuck are you advertising to? <laughs> they, they remove. They remove all types of uh, of, of uh, graffiti and, and any type of vandalism. They will take care of it. They will get your business back to brand new for a fraction Is this of the cost. In Baltimore. <laughs> Yes. This is good advertising, you know what I'm saying. So your business is important. Don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Call them at 1-888-424-9697 or go to removeitrestoration.com as well as our other podcast, uh, other, other sponsor, Dude Wipes. Yeah, what so, are, I've been looking at these Dude Wipes all day. They are basically uh, for your ass or, or actually all over your body. They work everywhere. Why would you have shit all over your body? No, you don't, no <laughs> that, 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 they're, they're for everywhere. Um, but they are the first um, men's branded wipe on the market. So you could have a clean ass. Uh, uh, let me tell you something just, <laughs> just to cut you off. I don't use toilet paper. I'm an ass washer. Not yours. Not yours. What do you just mean? mine. Mm. And uh, <laughs> uh, I, well, I, I, I wash my ass anytime I shit. It's yeah. But what if you're like on somewhere else? Hey man, this is called a sink. You hop up. You hop up in like, a, in like a public thing. You'll be on the sink. I will not go to a public bathroom if, ever. If, if, I'll go into the handicap yeah. store if it has a sink. Oh, okay. If but what if sink. what if you're like driving and then you're like all of a sudden? Well, here now, dude wipes. Is the answer? It, it will get your ass as you're, clean. You're like I'm dispelling this. Like, as, hey, don't fuck up my dude wipe sponsorship. As possible. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, they 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 contain smoothing soothing aloe and smoothing vitamin E. Uh, they are flushable. Okay, you can get rid of I all saw the that. evidence. I he did notice the flushable and septic tank friendly. So, guys, it is time for dudes to start stepping up their hygiene game and use wipes. The days of Metro stuff are over. Take care of yourself. Women want guys with clean asses. Trust I, me on this and, one. And guys want guys with clean asses, so. <laughs> <laughs> you would think. So I mean, they're, insane. Oh, yeah. so, uh, so they're good for your entire body. Uh, go to Amazon.com forward slash dude products. And wait, and how many uh, women here have big vaginas? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is it. Thank you, Dean uh, Del Rey, for sit- sitting in, by the way. Russell Peters, where can people find you? Uh, RussellPeters.com, at the real Russell P on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. I'll be in Jake's Corner July 11th. You'll um, be in my corner. I'll hold a spit bucket. It's not the first time, you know? <laughs> I'll sh- I know when to shut up when the, when the chief corner's talking. I don't shut uh, up. Jake, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Ellenberger MMA. Um, should be an announcement soon. Nice. Should be also, uh, I will be uh, at the Matahaha Cafe this Friday and Saturday. Follow me, Adam Comedian. Oh, wait. I got a gig next Monday in Montreal at the Bell Center. So Really? Yeah. That's wow. where the last UFC was, right? Yes. Yeah, so you're, I'm there next I'm Monday. There once, next so. Monday, you're at the Bell Center? Yeah. Giant. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so uh, there's tickets available, I think, still. So that's good. If you're in Montreal, go to the Bell Center, or even if you're anywhere close. Can I just jump on your jet? Or? Yeah, come on, dude. Do you, have a, do you have a private jet? No. Oh, okay. Uh, no. I, I almost bought one, and then I talked myself out of it. All right. Which I'm very grateful that I did. Nice. <laughs> and uh, also, if you're going to Bellator... Um, oh, yeah. I was invited to Bellator. I will be at the Pachanga Casino that weekend performing <clears throat> uh, May 15th and 16th at the Comedy Club in Pachanga. After the Bellator is done, come downstairs. May 15th. Uh, it's uh, Kendall Grove is fighting Ooh, on the main card for the title. Uh, oh, dude, can I come to that? Yes, I'm. I'm in town. Come, absolutely. Well, Shit, you, you, yeah, I'd love to go to that. So, uh, 
And then also the night before the UFC in San Diego, I will be there uh, July the night before in July. I'll be playing at the um, the Palace. And also International Fight Week. I'm in Vegas that whole week uh, performing July. in July at the L.A. Comedy Club at the I'm, I'm at, the, uh, st- at the uh, Stratosphere. So, That's right by my mom's condo. Really? Yeah, my mom's condo is right there. At the Why don't you come do some sets? Uh, you think I won't do sets? I'll do. I'll set the shit out of it. Nice. I'll, um... So listen, thank you to Brian Caraway, Ben Askren, Marina Shafir. By the way, our other co-host came yes, in. Mister. She's the biggest fan of you. Who? Marina Shafir. Why did she leave? She left. She has to go to work. She related to Ari? No, she's uh, Ronda Rousey's roommate, and she's also oh, a fighter. Come on, guys! She's also a fighter in Be- in, uh, not, in in Victor right now. She's just signed with Invicta. She's a second degree uh, black belt. She in was judo. super stoked. She to, was to you're her you. favorite. Oh, come on! Why did you tell me Here's that? Like, if you, you know had what? told me there was you a hot what? girl waiting, I'm going to go to her work right now in uh, in Venice. Where, where's her work? Ten minutes away in Venice. What is it? Co- let's go. A, a coffee shop. Let's, you, what, let's go have coffee. You want to go? Let's go. Let's do it. Because she came in just to meet you. I'm going. I need coffee too. I haven't had one yet. All right. So we're going to go. Go visit, uh, I really wanted right this now. peanut butter and dark chocolate thing, but fucking Ellenberger just <laughs> ate it like All a right. savage. Thank you. Thank you, Fox Sports. Thank you, Evan the Beard. Evan's feeling Fox sick Sports. right now. Came in, did a two-hour show. Thank you, Evan. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Evan. And good luck with making all those sausages with that weird beard of yours. <laughs> <laughs>